Podcast activated. <laughs> and I'm here. Yeah. Can't believe we traded Sonic and Robotnik for you. And Emily. Well, Emily. Well, yeah. We, yeah, yeah, but come on. That's like early season stuff. Remember, when Emily's here, I'm not. When I'm here, she's not. It's like the Pokeroo. The Pokeroo. You mean polka dot shorts? Why don't we cue the polka dot roll call? No, we schwa the roll call. Is that call. the best we got? Are we seriously to that point? Yeah. Man. We need, like, a special, like, guest star. We need Poochie. We don't need Poochie. We need Jack Black. Jack Black. How about we meet halfway and have Mr. Black? Master Black? Oh, Master Black works. All right. Cue the roll call. We are live! Connect. Loading. Broadcast. Tempered Zeal! Bluecaster Super Ichi! Loud and Impulsive! Craycaster! Late! Illuminating the Tokuverse! Yellowcaster, follow them. Quick on the draw and draw on the quick. Um, uh, Redcaster, Savage Fox. Broadcasting hundreds of opinions across the world. Radio Sentai Cast Ranger. On air! Welcome to Radio Sentai Cast Ranger episode 281. Blaze is on point with episode Kirlia. No, so, I'm so, so sorry. It ain't episode Kirlia. It's episode Beta Spiro. Yeah. Look how adorable it is. Looks like a pre-evolution of Psyduck. No, it's a pre-evolution of Spiro. Yeah, 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 it looks like Baby Spiro. Ba- it's Beta Spiro. No, no, it's Spiro. it's Baby it. Psyduck. Where the fuck did that come from? So it's well, a, it's well, a because if you were because it looks like it has duck feet and it's like the shape. No, I of mean, a where does this Pokemon come? Oh, from? so it was an original beta concept of Spiro. So Spiro was originally going to look like that, Galarian and then we got the final result, uh, result of Spiro. But I actually like that Spiro more. It's cuter. Yeah, someone on Twitter's been uh, taking the sprite designs of the betas and like designing them to look like proper like art style Pokemon. I was playing D&D the other day, and I realized... I was playing D&D with my friends the other day, and uh, I realized that if I'm doing my what I call my goblin voice, uh, it's like my high-pitched like, creature voice, I realized that if I say a certain word, I sound like I'm a drunken Irishman. Oh. Cool. So there was a bunch of gnomes, and they're like, oh, we're going to take you down, and we're going to feed you potatoes! <laughs> and I realized that I can't say potatoes in, in a weird voice without it sounding racistly Irish. <laughs> Well, as someone who is part Irish, I give you my blessing. Yeah, I'm part I'm, Irish. I'm quarter Irish. So We're all I'm white not. here. How are we not all part Irish? Yeah. That's not racist? Question mark? I mean, I'm Scottish and Irish, yeah. and I'm sure I've said this before, but I will never, until the day I die, ever be able to tell them apart. I'm German. Oh my god, yeah, that makes sense that Tordal would be the voice actor of Donald. Okay. Potatoes. <gasps> So for, those who, first. so for those who might be listening to this for the first time... And which, to, why would you? This is episode 281. Go back and watch the first episode. A bunch of fucktards that talk about tokusatsu. No, no we're, not, we're not a bunch of fucktards. And we're not a gaggle of friends. It's all we're a gargle of friends. We're a gargle of friends. Oh, okay. <laughs> we're all gar. Yeah, we get together, oh, we God. talk about tokusatsu, Kamen Rider, uh, I'm Blue Gar. Sentai, 
and sometimes Ultraman, but not really. And sometimes uh, I'm going to make a joke about that thing that I'm going to make a joke about at some point. You're not going to see it coming. Also, skip the dishes for some reason. Oh, can, 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 can that be the April Fool's episode this year? It's it, just me talking to... Like, you're, you're just all of us? Yeah. Oh, that'd be amazing. I, I'd, I'd, list, I'd pay to have that happen. But, like, and so can you if you subscribe to our Patreon. But, like, that would be yeah, it. $100 no, tier, no, Gar only episode. No, 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 wow. No, 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 that would be it. Like, I would be all of you guys. Like, I would try to be like you. Every voice. I want to be like you. I would love every to voice, see you try to be me. Every voice you do. I could do an impression of all of you. That would be amazing. Would you like to see me try? Probably not. Now. I don't know. Do or me. I'm, do I'm interested. <laughs> oh boy, he's like reconfiguring himself. Yeah, I was watching the Clone Wars. Oh man, I can't wait till I'm caught up with the Clone Wars. I'm really into the Clone Wars right now. Oh man, when are they going to put out another Mandalorian? Denny's. That's pretty spot on. Clone Wars season seven out now. Visit plus. All right, here's my impression of Itchy. <laughs> Fucking damn it! That's my impression of itchy. Fuck! <laughs> well, you peaked the mic, so that's accurate. Again! Yeah, there you go. Well, you didn't peak the mic that time, so. Don't try to peak the mic. And, um. The next episode of, uh. Ultraman, Ultra Ranger will be out in a few uh, few weeks. After I go back to Dunville, uh, it's going to be great. I uh, want to hear my impression of a Super Sentai character. I am a Super Sentai character. I have a British accent. <laughs> a Russian guard? God. <laughs> hey, who, who in the cast wants me to do an impression of them? Or who in the, the chat? Oh, God. Uh, Which person do you I, what, what do you the same sweater every day at the... It'll be spot the on. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean you do All right, Blaze, I'm going to do a impression of Blaze. Hey, I'm Blaze. I like lasagna. Wow. I'm talking about my balls. <laughs> Sick Jack's Films joke. Uh, so this week we're talking about Zero One, episode 23. Right, right. Soldier, episode 46. And for our Sentai tribute, Gar, take it away. Akio, take it away. Yes, my good sir. No, stuff him back in the box. It's too early. Yeah. Did, Did somebody call me? Not yet, Robobor. Ow, the All right, I'll be back in I'm not drunk enough for this. You don't drink. Exactly. Oh, I need to get my beer. <laughs> I have a beer in the fridge. <laughs> Sharing is caring. I will never I be will drunk never enough be for this. Just making sure the bag wasn't by the heater. Anyways, <laughs> uh, for, our super se- for our Super Sentai tribute episode, we are talking... VR? Where we're supposed to do a VR Trooper show? We're supposed to do a fucking Captain Power show! We're supposed to do, do a lot of things, but we're lazy slash busy functioning adults with things to do! Well, we are, that's true. Uh, next time, or this time, this time, talking about the show we always make jokes about. Gentlemen. I don't want to be a gentleman. Gentleman. Gentle, gentleman. I want to be a gentleman. gentleman. Come yes. Always henching, always in disguise. What? Anyways. Always flying fighters, flying through the skies. You know, I, That's I, all I, got. I give you a high five for coming up. What show are we talking about first? So we are talking about the first. Uh, for the Super Sentai trivia episodes, we are talking about the first three episodes of Chojin Sentai Jetman. 
legally available on Shout Factory's streaming site right now. It's it legal. There. It's legal. Riffic. Yeah, it's, I watched it. That's how we watched it. <laughs> What'd you do? Supposed right. to come back in a banana costume? I mean, does H are we doing count? zero? Are we doing zero one first? Yes. Cue the bumper. A guy to the Tinder turns to one thousand percent single. So I, I, you know what, I gotta say it, I, I have to say it, you know, I asked uh, Izu what you say about a show that you used to love and now you, you hate and you say that you, you, you just, and then you would go out and just, it, the show is just turned into absolute, and I'm just sick of all the filler and just, I want to get back to the am story. <laughs> that Sick. part. That part. Wow, I, Tom, you mentioned zeal a lot in that sentence you tasted. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that man, only zero zeal. Yeah. Zero. yeah. <laughs> so um, uh, here's the Arto face of the week. Bam. Oh. I was like, he just had a lemon. I had to go. I'd replay that clip twice. Looks like he just, good looks like he just shit a lemon. He just he just went to the lemon party. Yeah, the lemon Arto's... party. If anyone doesn't know, is oh no! A lot of Arto's faces look like he shit his pants. <laughs> so, so uh, this okay. episode was garbage. I'm sorry. It, it was absolute garbage. Oh, I enjoyed it. I, I, I actually it. enjoyed it thoroughly. Yeah. Okay. I will, I, I will grant that this is, because this is a filler arc, there's not a lot going on plot-wise, but this was a good comedy episode. Here's what it is. Let's put, let's put it simple. This was a filler inside a filler arc. It was a break from the filler. Like, this episode, like, literally, like, the fight was okay, but, like, not the best fight, and it was just, the only thing that I found interesting, it goes more to my theory... That human gears don't have to take off their shoes to go into Japanese households. They were in a traditional <laughs> Japanese tatumi mat home. Tatsumi. Tatsumi mat home. Or tatami. Tatami mat home. And Izu wore her heels in. That is literally akin to vandalism. Well, maybe it's a case of those are just her feet. That might be, but this goes, you know, uh, this... Uh, Proofs that uh, you have to like snap her foot off, like just to equip, like she has to like pop them off at a ball joint and put them back on. <laughs> However, she a... didn't buy the uh, she didn't buy the exclusive version of herself that has uh, switchable shoes. No, that's a Toys R Us exclusive. Premium Bandai. Oh yeah, <laughs> premium Heaton. <laughs> uh, you uh, taught reading that script was me watching this episode. Oh my god, I she's... love this episode. It is such a pleasure to keep watching this show every week. <laughs> Okay, well, let's get... Also, let me just say one last thing that nobody noticed. Okay, she walks out of the thing, and being human, she's in her socks. She henshins into Valkyrie, fights to the other side of the garden, dehenshins, her shoes are back on. Just <laughs> I'm just saying, I'm just so angry that I knock shit over, apparently. Yep. But that, that's a... I mean, a... that's the kind of inconsistency we're here to point out, Yeah, so. that's a continuity error I don't know if anyone caught. I watched the rather good. Because when it comes to noticing things weird about people's feet, I'm going to notice. I'm like the foot detective. And that's why you're a welcome addition to our diverse cast of what we pay attention to. Wait, yeah. I thought the whole point was to replace him with me. We're, we're phasing into that. Yeah. Like, you know, if there was like something new with butts, like Lane would probably pick it up. Thing with boobs. 
um, you know, like Itchy would pick it up, or the thing, you know, with penises, it would be Gar picking it up. Well, like I like, I like, I like, no, I do, I do enjoy a good butt, Tom. But hold on, I, I love how the face that Gar's making right now isn't a face of I am insulted. It's a face of wow, that was a sick burn. Not that there's anything wrong with that, but I, I, I felt that he would never have seen. Gar was choking at a chunk of milk on that. As long as he's not choking on penis. <laughs> I'm fine. Well, I'm, I'm, more, I'm more of a thigh man. So. I, I know. Oh, yeah, that's right. But, uh... <laughs> that, was just, <laughs> that was just a... Yes! A sick bird. His penises are funny. <laughs> uh, so, and you can be cocksure so, of that. I feel like this episode should have been, like, a part of the competition as, okay, which... Uh, who can better get a wife? Oh god, this wasn't part of the competition. This no. arc is going to be even longer. Yep. yep. But it should have been. It should have been like a human gear. Like you know, match was the human gear that's trying to get a wife for Aruto, and then a human with the Zaya spec tries to get a match for for Guy, or do the opposites for each other, uh, or we, just no. We all know Aruto is going to marry Izu. He's going to turn her into a human, a real girl, at the end of the show. Oh fuck! You're uh, also, right. <laughs> also, I gotta say, I love, I love the moment in the episode when uh, like the vice president and his assistant is there, and Shasta uh, just fucking calls them out. It's like he's here because he's a bachelor. Shut! He's getting divorced. No! I just, oh, uh, I'm just observing. I was just thinking. I was just thinking. It's like we haven't been in an episode in a while. Yeah. Like our, our, like we need the money. Yeah. So yeah, you can tell this is the writer of X Eight because the plot's going fucking nowhere. Oh, well, now we just need ten episodes of the intro not happening. We <laughs> just fine. Speaking of the intro, I'm surprised they didn't add Metal Cluster to it. Instead, they just show Freezing Bear for some reason. Yeah, like a quick split second of Freezing Bear, and I was like, I'm not complaining, it's like but it's like a placeholder. All right. yeah, yeah. It's like and Metal Cluster. Sorry, Fred. We don't have the. We don't have the. So, sorry, Fred. Son. Yeah, sorry, Fred. Son. We don't have no. The, we don't have the footage of that yet. But yeah, it's interesting that the episode I opens with, with the Fred. Son. The, joke, epi- the episode opens with Aruto trying to use the other key progress keys on on the driver, and they're not working. Yes. So I love that the metal cluster hopper key has prevented Aruto from using the other keys, which gives us a valid excuse in the show why he has to keep using metal cluster. So, so yeah, it, it, they actually explained how like oh, metal cluster hopper was designed to seal zero. One, they were never very clear on what that meant until yeah. we saw that. Yeah. So kudos to them on following through on the, so, half the purpose. Of I mean, the more metal, metal, cluster. metal cluster, the better. So, so it's so like I'm personally you, happy. It's like when you use a hack game in your console, it kind of fucks it up a bit. Yes, yeah, like it's what you get for uh, that's what you get for modding your belt. Yeah, it's basically like a virus. Yeah. Ooh. Metal cluster hopper is basically a password lock virus. He remind his design a bit reminds me of um. Oh, what's the Digimon's name? The one from the uh, our war game. Pikachu. Diaboromon. Uh, the Inframon. The one, the first one. Karamon? Yeah. The rookie form. Yeah, the rookie form. I, also... I, I don't know why it just gives me that like <laughs> the eyes remind me of it a bit, even though it doesn't. It doesn't resemble it, but like. Oh, you're yeah, talking with the baby form? No, no, the the one that they fought the first time before Digimon. The, the one that goes, "Hi, I'm Karamon." Yeah, that one. So yeah, the rookie form. Yeah, the rookie form. Um, so yeah, so Yellow Buster, she's not gonna marry the, her boyfriend. She decided that a guy who proposed to her after a month and was accused of cyber criminal, being a cyber criminal, maybe not be the best prospect for marriage. Wait, so I want to fuck, hey, so oh. fuck a robot. 
Well, eventually she gets okay, to that point. Now, the guy, the matchmaker, that's Blue Buster, right? Yeah, it is yep. Blue Buster. And she's Yellow Buster. Okay, didn't they actually have a fake wedding in Go Buster to lure out the villain before? Yes, they did. So and, this... and, and there was a line in Go Busters where Yoko was like, I want to marry someone like you when I grow older, or something to that effect. Uh, well, yeah, she was like, when you were a little girl, you always just want, said you wanted to marry That's me. what it so was. So they did... Yeah. Yeah, that, there it is. Yeah. So we did find out that uh, you cannot, in fact, marry a Humagear. Damn it! In a country where you can marry a Hatsune Miku uh, sex pillow, you can't marry a sentient robot. Wait, I've seen this episode of Futurama. Yeah. It sucks. The only cool part was with Kith being a badass at the end I'll of the I'll always remember you, Chiharu Memorated. But this, uh, <laughs> uh, what's the, uh, Match was his name? Yes, Enmusubi Match. Do you and think I- he has a dick? Like, does he have a rumble penis? Someone pull up the specs. Scar? He, he tried calling Hasbro about it, but Hasbro never got back to him. No, his his dick is probably uh, probably online exclusive. Yeah. <laughs> I, I was making a Ted joke, by the way. Yeah. But it's like, I, I don't... Well, then again, this reminds me of, like, Terminator Dark Fate. Our, our relationship is strictly, uh, is strictly non-physical. I just love how, like... Absolute truth bearing, like no holds barred, straightforward match is with her and with Guy later, which we'll get to. But like he just lays it out flat. Like you have eighteen fortune telling apps on your phone, and you only listen to the one you like best. You you latched onto someone who married, who proposed to you after a month. You just want someone straightforward, like. You're a, basically he called her a stupid bitch with no marriage prospects. Okay, so 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 Ichi, <laughs> I can't tell if you're talking about Comrade Zero One or any Disney movie ever. Could be both. Um, okay, so to answer Gar's questions, the T eight hundred does have a dick. I know this because if they didn't put a penis on their Terminators, that'd be a really easy way to tell they were Terminators or not. Just pull their pants down. Two in Terminator Two when Arnold's. T-800 walks into the bar, the waitress looks right down at his junk and looks very pleased. <laughs> so she saw something down there. Sure, they do have dicks. Yeah, now, to the amount of functional- functionality, I would imagine oh, that they probably... Probably not reproductive. Yeah, no, obviously. I bet you they could probably become erect, you know, like... I don't think a Terminator would okay, be around okay. like... Alright! This is not <laughs> a tangent I wish to explore. Uh, it's, it's an honest question. It's yes, just... but we have determined that... Uh, 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 that uh, they have dicks. Who here? So that means you're the determinator. Okay, the in dick-inator. studio audience, answer with either dick or no dick. If you think <laughs> human gears have dicks or vaginas, you can also answer vagina. I mean, I mean, I feel like it's a data situation where like he has one and it's fully functional, and he's trained in various wait, sexual. Wait, wait, I know what it is. The, the the genitals are DLC. They just they just download Kama Sutra files or whatever. Yeah. It's like, I, I want mine to be anatomically correct. Oh, wait. They, they have um, to be, like, custom designed to have it. What's his name from Orville? Oh, Isaac. Isaac? Yeah. Yeah. You can download the form. Yeah. Yeah. So... Go watch Orville, everyone. My girlfriend and I watch it together. It, she loves it. My cell friend and I watched it. I'm watching Discovery. I'm quite into it. Star Trek Discovery? You mean yeah. the unfortunately uh, initialed STD? Yeah. Wait, SPD? STD. Star Trek Discovery. Uh, the first season is good, but disjointed. Uh, the second season is... Mm. Alright, so... Okay. I, I have to say that I am... While I was wishing we would get an episode like this, I have to say I'm actually surprised that this show decided to go into 
the whole can robots and humans marry each other territory. I wasn't expecting the show to actually go there. I mean, they went... They brought up, like, from what I've seen, which is the first ten episodes, they brought up the fact that it's by law you cannot use a human gear to replace a human being. Mm-hmm. So I guess this had to be something they had to bring up eventually in the show. Yeah. Yeah. Or people would be questioning that. Uh, what's interesting is that during... I've noticed that during the Metal Cluster Hopper henchings is that when he activates the key, it says the... It says metal's metal's ability. ability. And so, it's, like, we were wondering why it said that, but I think it's because when he he's in his berserk form, it does that, but when he gets controlled, then it'll do the proper one. Yeah. So that's it's probably it. So I'm guessing this the new episode coming out, we're... But, like, if that. they're going to do the whole, it has an alternate startup chime, why have it be one of the ability ones, and not just a different jump? Yeah. It should have been, like, jump. Like, yeah. Yeah, like warp voice or something. Like a warp version of everybody jump. Yeah. Or something like that. Well, here's a serious question. If they did make human gears that you could, like, fool around with, would you? Like, I'm single. I would, right now, I would... Um... I, I would fuck a human gear. I would try it. I'd attempt it. Yeah. I... Because they would do anything, man. Like, you could have them programmed. <laughs> I'm not entirely sure. I like that Gar's the holdout. <laughs> well, well, way like, to be classy, uh, Gar. Yeah. Like, do you have to love the human gear? What if you fell in love with that human gear? Would you fuck it? <laughs> oh, this, uh, okay, so we're going into the her type of story in line. Yeah, we're, we're going to walk you in Phoenix that shit. I'm, again, I'm not entirely sure what I would do. I just love that Gar's the holdout on this. And I just like that we, I'm glad that Emily's not here. Yeah. Because this would be the point where... No, 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 no! I just noticed this is an entire sausage fest of episodes. Yep. Anyway, so my, <laughs> that went on a, my that fa- went down the that went down the humor gear rabbit hole. My, Tell us in the comments. So would you fuck a humor gear? Yes, please do. Would you fuck a humor gear? Yes or no? Um, my favorite scene. No, Blaze whole, wants to answer that question. My favorite scene in the whole episode is when they bring Chiharu to this like proposed date matchup. And who walks in as her proposed date thanks to this basically tender service? Motherfucking Amatsu guy. I love oh. how much fucking shade they throw at him. Well, you love that fucking Arto is being like, eh! And the best part is, no. not only is it him here looking for a date in his off hours, but he brought you with him to introduce him! Oh, and like, you can, you can fucking... Feel and see the like just discomfort in her that she does not want to fucking do this. He is a truly magnificent boss. Yeah, like, I, a wonderful. I love president. him. Yeah, like you can you can just fucking feel the sarcasm. Now it Please, was, fuck it, was him. it was good to see her again because she is as lovely as ever. The best the best though was when Match was describing Guy. And you just see you just fucking no, trying to hold in her Yeah, like, like like I said, Matt is just ruthless. He's like, you are a straightforward and narcissistic, haughty, narcissistic, absolute ass fuck. But then, but there's a miracle amount of good news because that's exactly what this stupid bitch is looking for. And by the way, he's forty five years old. Oh my god, he's who calls it out on being forty five. And he just goes, <clears throat> I am eternally twenty five. <laughs> 
I just came. I just came here. I just came here to fuck a GoBuster, and I'm feeling really attacked. <laughs> but like he, but like Arto even asked Guy like why he's here, and he's just like, wait, I'm, wait, I'm, I want to take a wait, wait, wait. Know. At one point in this episode, I just realized that um, uh, fucking Fua used the gun that said it's time for Buster in the episode with two out of three GoBusters. Yep, ready for <laughs> Buster. Also, the fact they really leaned into the best. But yeah, guy, guy says he's here, like, get, you know, he wants to take a wife, and I'm just like, you have no time for a wife. What the fuck are we? He wants kidding? to get a thousand percent fucked. Yeah, yeah, but remember, <laughs> remember though, Lane, in Power Rangers Operation Overdrive, Max's dad built him because he didn't have time to find a wife. Oh. And he programmed him. To have childhood memories. I forgot about that. That's so bad. And then they even question it in the show. Be like, wait, this is a picture of you as a child? Yeah. Hi. How come there's no shadow in the sun in the sun? It photo? was photoshopped. Yeah. 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 That's what they're like. They're like, I don't know. It's like, oh, shit. Yeah. Uh, no, this, the way that you guys are describing this whole online dating thing or whatever, it's... Remind me of an episode of Futurama. Not the same episode of Futurama with the whole Amy and Bender trying to make uh, humans and robots legal. Yeah. But it's the Valentine's Day episode where Bender hooks everyone up with dates mm-hmm. by just going down to the subway and picking up random people. Be like, here's your date. I just love that, like, like, like uh, Chihara went to this human year matching for the matching service, and apparently there are... It's not just the human year, it's also an AI, because basically Guy signed on to this world's version of Tinder, and then they matched to the same service. He doesn't seem like he's a very good matchmaker. Like, and I can say that. Like, how great of a matchmaker am I, Itchy? Pretty good? Because I hook, I, I, you know, I hooked you up. Yeah. But anyway, but, um, he just seems like it's, like, it's just on paper. But then again, I think I would still go there because fucking online dating is a fucking den of vipers. Agreed. Like, you know one of my th- th- three big pet peeves that I would totally go to a human year to avoid? One, you load up somebody's profile, it's a picture of their fucking, like, eight-year-old kid. I'm like, why is this your f- front picture on your dating profile? That's fucking sick. Two, I if you're a Sagittarius, don't even respond. Just keep strolling because we won't get along. <laughs> oh, no, no. Or, or the other one. I'm not here for hookups. I want something serious. No, that's fine. That one's okay. That's, yeah, yeah, well, but, if you're yeah. looking for hookups, yeah. No, the third one... My biggest problem is 90% of the people I've seen on, on dating sites are weirdly sporty, outdoorsy types, and I don't know how I keep running into them. Yeah. No, but it's like... Um... Oh, those are some, that's some high-quality yellow right there. Well, oh, it's like if you scroll up, you can get a jerk. We would date a fanboy, but not you. Oh. Shots. Uh, yeah, so we got, so we got some uh, sweet... You, Luca would say that, but I don't know about the other two. So we got some sweet Valkyrie oh, action. Sweet. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it was great to see her in combat again. Even Well, the thing is, like, I'm not mad that she got fucking turfed, because she, you know, she's fighting the new level of, uh... I mean, nerf? Turfed. Like, lost the fight. Oh, turf. Um, like, so she's, I will, I will say, she had a styling ass henchman. Yeah. Well, yeah, she did a styling ass henchman. She's fighting one of the newer, um... The, the Penguin Raider. Yeah, who's a bit tougher. She was holding her... The thing is, of course, like, fucking, like, Thouser can't fucking fight Metal Hopper, so she's not gonna do much better. Though she, like, remember how hard Thouser it was? Thouser is such a non-entity in these last few episodes. I don't know why he even tries. It's not... It's, he's testing it. That's what... We don't need him 
the test and we just saw him shit kick the other two at the same time! No, he's trying to he's trying to get Metal Cluster Hopper to keep fighting more so the And failing! Whatever, it's because Valkyrie keeps getting- Get a new form! Note to self, E.G. shuts on what? Do that one, do that No, I'm not saying- He has a new form! No, but I'm saying he's trying to get Metal Cluster Hopper to fight more so that he can get corrupted by it, and then he's- He's already fully corrupted! What more does he want to happen? I don't know. Maybe I'll explain in the next episode. By the way, the Penguin Raider, I like that design a lot. The whole, like, uh- Tabard, I don't know what you call it. Well, it's an, yeah, it's an emperor penguin. So yeah, oh, so absolute. It's like, it's like I, I still like whale better, but penguin was pretty. good. I like lion more. I like pengu. Noot, noot. I was I was literally trying to I was <laughs> calling out the voice. Noot, noot, potatoes, <laughs> potatoes. <laughs> but uh, because it's a storming penguin, he has like wind blasty fists, and then he of course slides along the ground. And then Benedict Cumberbatch sure, goes, and there goes the penguin. Yeah, yeah I, like, um, I liked, I liked, um, but I liked, I liked Valkyrie when the lightning hornet. She tried to like use. I love that. Like bees. metal cluster shoots his swarm in all around, and then Valkyrie switches the hornet. Like here's my swarm, and it was nothing. <laughs> and now I actually want to see that in real life. I want to see a swarm of locusts against a swarm of bees, and just see how that. They're grasshoppers. Whatever. It's the same thing as a swarm of locusts. I love that guy. Just. For some reason, just busts out this weird ass trivia. Grasshoppers used to be cannibalistic. They would eat and eat them their own kind. Is this Zero One's true form? No, no, it's not. You made this form, you stupid bastard. Hmm? What the fuck are you talking about? Doctor Bees. <laughs> this situation has been it. made worse. I, I got to a point in this episode where I'm like, what the fuck is going on with this show? I will say I like the one shot of Metal Cluster Hopper where he just like looks over at them with the murderous face and then just yoinks out I'm the pi- axe. I'm picturing like the the Metal Gear, the <laughs> like you know the exclamation point. Yeah. Or like the Kill Bill, like the Kill Bill, uh, you know, anger music. Yeah. Oh, brain, brain, brain. Yeah, that's the shot. Yeah, that's oh, it's one so thing big. that we haven't talked about much that kind of slid over. Oh, it's, look closer. It's at that the picture. Minecraft box. Oh, <laughs> damn it! Oh, one thing that we kind of glossed over and didn't really address very directly was the fact that match. Every time you would talk about matching someone, best of match. Best match. Oh, you build reference. Do you get it? Yep. Yeah, but it sucks because you know what I was thinking when he said that. Build. Build was a good show. This is not a good show. Like, I'm I'm not saying it can't get better, but I'm just saying right now, it's shitty. Like, I've taken it down to, it's shitty right now. You know what? I'm not watching the show at the moment, but hearing you guys talk about it once a week, like, and during this, what, last six Mm episodes-ish? Like, the last six episodes, you guys have just been like, you know what? If you were binging it, if like this is the kind of show, like I think it could get better. But just right now, it's in filler. It's yeah. Right now, we're we're in sort of a low point in the plot, but there's a lot of good moments and some good comedy to keep it there. I've been enjoying this arc thoroughly. Yeah, but the weird part is though. I'm thinking about when does Common Rider ever do like a mini arc inside 
Because usually it just keeps going with the plot. Where I it, mean, Bill had a tournament arc. Yeah, but at least yeah, but it was like, it was like two, really, two it was episodes. well, it was a tournament that it was an actual tournament with actual stakes no, I know and actual I, fighting. My my only real problem is that this is a tournament arc consisting of be better at our job than the other guy, it feels, and it's been following a very strict formula up until this. It, it, but that, yeah, and now well, now we've got a fucking two part filler inside because they didn't mention what the next fucking thing is. So they're just going to deal with more shit. Like it feels like here, like they're trying to. Keep the show going. It's filler because that's what they, that is. Yeah, like they don't really have an actual plot after. That's the, the only thing in this whole episode that I would call contributive to the plot is this one scene of Fua talking to Horobi, where Horobi says that he's basically going to kill Guy. You know what this entire arc is? It's Dragon Ball GT. Now, now, let's not no, say no, things we can't take no, back. No, no, think of it. It's something a lot of fans aren't really liking right now. You don't really need to watch it, and it gave us a kick-ass form. I think it's one of these things. And it also if, includes. If we were binging Bill. this. And we would go through this episode Bill. and be like, "Oh, those shut, shut!" But we know that better shit was coming. It's just right now in the middle of this filler within a filler. I just feel like eh. that is one of the downsides to watching these shows week to week. It, they're not that good. I mean. Sometimes, sometimes they're just not that good. I like that Valkyrie had this killer moment of her being the one to yoink out Metal Cluster. And yeah, she did it so we... And fucking Thouser can't fucking lay a hand on him. Like I've been saying, I don't know why he keeps trying. It, he did what he wanted to do, zero in his sealed, fuck off! It's because he's trying to show that, like... He's, it's only, it's literally only for the purpose of having Thouser be in the fucking episode because he's the newest writer. I can see that. Just bring stuff. back Ikazuchi for God's sake! Aren't they doing that? No. I think I saw something about Subaru coming back. Ikazuchi's gone. Have him be the new Ikazuchi. The Ikanuchi. Ikanuchi. The Supernuchi. My puns are terrible when I'm angry! They Speak, took our job. Speaking of angry, I love that the penguin smash or raid smash. I love that the penguin raider is this angry fat dude who's jealous of Match because she keeps having him drive her to go see Match every day because he falls she falls in love with him after he completely sees through her. Like she really is a fucked up character. Like she she goes for this one dude who is a accused wedding scammer after only a month. Then he goes, then he j she just latches on to Amatsugai, even though he, like, basically treats her like shit and says he's a holy god amongst, among, for women. Listen. Are you worthy of me? And then, after Match just, like, absolutely verbally shit stomps her, she decides that she loves the robot. And she was over, like, yeah, various for real. It's like, that's not what we're doing here. Like, did you hear the briefing? Yeah, like, we got a, we, it was a fake wedding episode just to lure Penguin out. I just thought that this is the second fake episode, uh, fake wedding episode I've seen in Tokusatsu in the last six months, and they're with the same actors. Yeah, <laughs> and like the whole purpose of the fake wedding was to lure Taro out into become into showing that he was the raid. He was just sitting there in the back of the pew for some reason, and then when he's like, "What the fuck, dude? You're supposed to stop them!" and Aruto like tells him, "Don't worry about it. It's just a sim." Why would you tell him that? You're trying to bait him he out. Leaves. He leaves to go obviously turn. You don't follow him. Yeah. Was the Red Buster in any of these? No, uh, he was in. He was in Zio. Zio. Oh, was he in? Zio? He was, he was Quiz. Quiz. Yeah, he oh, was Comrade Quiz. Yep, I didn't like that one as much. Yeah, 
Oh, that was a mini arc on its own. That kind of sucked. Another yeah. another callback was that the priest they got for this fake wedding was Engi, the actor robot. Yeah, the actor robot. I'd rather <laughs> go watch the Futurama episodes featuring loving robots. Um, so in the end, we get we get uh, we get uh, a really awesome he stops my metal cluster hopper. Which well, before is, that, oh. we have to talk about Gyro and the and the, the the bad words. Oh yes. Yeah, so so the the fake wedding happens. Taro stomps out, and. Chihara wants to go through with the wedding, apparently unaware that their priest is not an actual priest bot. He, he could probably download his application to be My brothers and sisters. Now downloading hey, white collar. I, I am an ordained minister. It took me less than a minute. Yeah. I could ordain Gar in like a minute if I wanted to. <laughs> but yeah, so apparently that's so that's when Match decides to bust out a little trick he had Izu help him with. He had her, her teach him a bunch of really bad things to say to a woman to get her to hate him. So he proceeds to go off on this speech of a bunch of censored words. Now, this reminded me of not a common Rider show, nor a Futurama show. It reminded me of Crichton's first appearance in Red Dwarf. Yeah. Where Crichton is an android, or he is a robot, per se. In the show, in which he has to obey uh, his master's wishes. His master is currently the hologram of, like, a hologram version of a character named Rimmer, who is an asshole. Like he stuck up, a, he stuck up his own wishes. So he kind a of real rim job. Yeah. Right, what's your email? Uh, You're sending him an ordainment. Yeah, we're gonna, we're gonna ordain Gar. <laughs> right, what's your email? Awesome auto run at hotmail.com. Awesome what? Auto run. You could have just had him type it in. Yeah. It's not really, though. Well, here. Here, here, I'll type it in. Alright. Yellowcaster at (laughs) castranger.com. Anyways. Sorry, it's like Gar rocks my socks. (laughs) That's email. It's it's Gar rules with two Zs. Gar rules? That would be badass. Gar rule. That's your rapper name. Gar rule. Gar rule. Gar rule. That's gotta be the name of the episode. Gar rules drops a sweet, uh, sweet track. The Gar rules with two Z's. There you are. But uh, anyways, Crichton. No, it's with a Z at the end. Yeah. So uh, Crichton. So basically, Crichton. You know, like again, robot. He does whatever his master wishes. Remember, asshole. Uh, the main character of the show, though, he's like, if you want to be really polite, call him an asshole. Or smeghead, <laughs> or cock, and cock. This guy, like, and Crichton ended up watching a streetcar named Desire. So he starts treating his, he starts treating uh, Rimmer like a piece of shit. And he's, I'm like, that, that, that's what this scene reminded me of. I'm like, but with British humor. Lane doesn't like Red Dwarf. No, he showed me the first episode, and I was like, that was bad. He's a smeghead for not liking it. So yeah, he busts out this cavalcade of censored slurs, and the show censors that by putting Izu's face over his mouth. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he called her a bitch. See <laughs> Well, excuse my French, but... Do you have the censor? I'm, I'm ordaining you, Gar. I don't have the censor. Oh. Okay, but basically... Like, yeah, there's well, the image. Excuse my French, but... Your mother and cheeseburgers. Healthcare. <laughs> P.S. You're fat. Isn't that kind of racist, Canada? Well, damn. I guess you're right, eh? It's not easy to have a potty mouth. It's just that 
She knows that she, curse she, word. She, she looked down, it up. I will teach you one fuck. <laughs> Irish is a big, fat, stupid bitch. Don't do it, Izu. Way. She downloaded a single fuck. No fucks were given. Uh, yeah, so she's insulted by it, she leaves. No, she slaps him, Oh yeah. and that's what triggers him to go all, Humans are evil and uh, should I, be extinct! I, I was expecting her to, like, slap him in the face, and then she just goes, Oh, man! I forgot their metal! <laughs> he didn't metal. Yep. But yeah, so that triggers the arc to mutate him into the Gairu Magia, which I get it, because they were gonna get married, and the Gairu Magia shoots children. Yep. There you go, Garp. <laughs> you are now legally ordained as a minister from so the Universal see, Life Church. So if you and Kelly wanted to get married, like right here, right now, you could you could marry. Well, you still have to go down to City Hall and get a marriage license. Yeah. But Gar could legally preside over. Uh, so if, if you went down and got the marriage license, you brought it here. Gar could perform it. Chris and I would be the witnesses. Nothing, nothing beats the fucking wedding of Ron Swanson and Diane. Make that sure, was the sure, yeah, best yeah, wedding I've ever seen. Yeah, they, yeah. So I, I could do it because I'm ordained it's on like there. I've actually minutes. performed two weddings cool. with those credentials. So, What's happening? So overall, this episode, not that good. Yeah, so back to the, the fight after everything breaks out. Oh my god, Metal Rising Impact? So he, like, the, so the cluster makes, like, two, like, other metal cluster hoppers and, like, just... He's not even good enough to do his own rider kick. He creates clones out of the he swarm. Need, he doesn't need to. The swarm is his weapon. <laughs> and he dummies them both at the same time! Yeah, no, it's great. <laughs> no, this this swarm's busted, and I'm sad that once Arto gains control of this swarm, it is going to get nerfed to hell. Yeah, it's going to be nerfed to hell. It's going to be Professor Hulk. Yeah. Yep. Hey, guys. How's it going? Right out. <laughs> All right. Metal out. <laughs> Dad. You Dad. went metallics. <laughs> Zero, Zero one metallics. Wow. Zero one yeah, metallics. Just, Are you guys oh. talking about metallics in here without oh, no, me? I, Not yet. The fuck out of here, Dragonborn. Ah, ah! Don't throw that premium Bandai stuff at me. Those Mattel products. What's the line? Where did put down those, those entertaining Bandai products. <laughs> the Mattel, Mattel products. Boston. Uh, so, yeah. The episode pretty much just ends with him going and nuts. Next week, we get the progress play. Which means that's going to be the episode where he learns to control it. Yeah, yeah well, they've already showed him... And the you know like a diff like you know like he's got some yellow on the metal and he's like I'm gonna get you and I'm like oh he's talking so he's in control yep yep no one likes when the Hulk has control I, I I've been saying for years I gotta stop watching the previews for the next episodes oh I I did that oh, I just build, it. and it was hard to do when this guy here cut me like next episode next time we're gonna do this sorry not sorry and it turns out that Bowser is Aruto's father. Fucking why not? I want so bad, like in like six weeks, it turns out that he is Aruto's father, and it's like, oh, I remember that time! <laughs> I made that joke! I remember when we were assholes to each other. Oh. Hey, hey, guy, tug your balls! Give your balls a tug! <laughs> so, anyways. Don't do that, it'll pick up on the mic. Kebball! Holy fucking shit, holy fucking shit, this episode perfectly encapsulated 
what Ryu Soldier should have been the whole time. Hey, you know what? It is now. We'll t- I'll take it. Is that a high five, or you want to talk? I want to say I want to talk about the previous episode because I wasn't here. Okay. I take everything bad back that I said about Ryu Soldier. Not all of it. I mean, I wouldn't say all of it. Mm. At least seventy percent of it. That's I, a lot. I forgive an eighty-two percent. What? Not a hundred percent. A thousand percent. Well, technically, a hundred percent is not a real thing because it's like it goes to like ninety-nine, 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 ninety-seven, eight percent. Okay, so I got a joke. A really good episode. It really fixed everything that I kind of had problem with the villains because it's like, oh shit. So there was a giant plan all along. I I feel sorry for bitching out all the villains at this point. You know, that, yeah, previous, this episode, well, first of all, some of the best fights I have ever seen. Like, this is, like, top-tier fights. Like, in the show or the franchise? In the franchise. This is Ooh. up there. Like, this fight was amazing. It just you know when they were all tag teaming him, they were teaming up with Brown, he's boosting their abilities, and like it was just such a wicked fight, and it was just it felt new, it felt exciting. Also, I was making a joke how it's like you know I, you know how everyone has their own perfect team of Super Sentai, and they, you pick one of each color, uh-huh. and I was like, well, I'm not picking anyone from this, not even Bomba, and because you know like I, I don't have because I have to replace somebody, and then it's like. It's like, ah, oh, you call me Rhea Soul Brown. I'm like, he said it, that's a thing. I'm picking Rhea Soul Brown. Because I don't have... What other Brown... Shinken Brown. Yeah. Shinken Richard Brown. Brown. I would still pick him, honestly. Well, I haven't watched that yet, so... Well, Rhea Soul Brown is on my list. Alright, so, do we want to go in order, yeah, or do we want to talk yeah, about the order? No, 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 let's go straight into Rhea Soul Brown. This is absolutely not... Not... How you introduce a new ranger this late in the show? Alright. No. Oh my fucking god, it's a joke character! And it's like, just, Why would you do this? Right. I like that I made an impression of you earlier and you said it was no, but you're doing the exact voice I did right now. But, uh. Why would you introduce a character so late? Oh, it's Jerry Seinfeld. So, so anyway. Why would you introduce a Why character? Why would you do that? Rizzo Brown! This was hyped up so much, and then, like, technically he served a purpose, but that was just to hold the villain in place while someone else did the thing. Didn't we think it was Nada at one point? I had so many theories! I thought it could be Nada! I thought maybe Wiseru was gonna come back because there was like, oh, the Resoldiers are pretty good, and I was thinking maybe this was gonna lead to them joining them, and that Wiseru was gonna, like, turn into Resol Brown. I thought maybe it was Master Black. We were... The, the previews made it look like it was going to be Master Black. Not for one single fucking second did I think it could be Seto. No. And then this bastard just walks into the temple and goes, Hey, look where I buried here 50 episodes ago. Hey, asshole, a, look at me. I'm mini-me. A brown clone of the Geysorg armor completely unexplained that I do fucking Naruto hand seals to put on. That I have no experience with. I'm trapped in an old man's body, so I don't have the reflexes or fucking muscle memory to use it well. Yep. So I'm gonna fucking trip over a rock and dance around like a goddamn idiot oh. to distract the enemy so someone else can do the thing. 
<laughs> oh my god, I hate it! And then, I loved it. No, no, and then I thought it was great. It and, subverted my expectations. Cool. Like Co had a face while watching Russell Brown. And <laughs> which that face right there, I wish someone had a screenshot of it. Someone pull up a screenshot of it. But their faces But Co's face reminded me of this quote from Robin Williams. That, that's how I feel. I can't believe they would do this. See, like you, you already said it for me, but like I was gonna explain the reason why he was like that was because he was in Tatsui's body. But it, it's in the universe. Yeah. That's the reason. Yeah. But from a writing standpoint, no. No, no I, I agree. This could have been funny if they did it earlier. Yeah. Had him have him serve a purpose for an earlier objective. You don't do this. While we're in the middle of Endgame! Then again, Kyoryuger brought in new rangers at like the very last minute. Though. Were any of them joke characters? They were just the inheritors of the previous dead rangers' powers! Oh, you know who came back? Asuna's strength. Uh, yes, that's a good point. Grandpa Kaninja. Yeah, but he was never a joke character. It was the, the point of him being there was to go, look, we have all three... Uh, Generations. Generations of Akaninja. I don't know. Uh, it was I a have, proud moment because I, that series was all about family. I have no problem with it. I thought it was great. It, but yes, Asuna using her super strength again is something that has been sorely missing from the show. No, instead, let's talk about how she loves food. Yeah. And how she's worried about getting fat. It's, just, oh my God, it's that character from The Office. I can't remember. The, the bald one. The white, bald, fat dude. Oh, Kevin? Yeah, Kevin. There was one joke about him in... I thought the, you were going to say Creed. No. Uh, Kevin. There was one joke about him in the office, about him let, him eating a bunch of food, and that just became his shtick throughout the rest of the series. Yeah. It was just, he likes food. That was his shtick. Because fat guy. Because fat jokes. And then people shit on Michael because he tried to force him to eat broccoli. And it's like... I don't know, I thought it was great. I thought the fight was great, and I liked that how he teamed up, because he realized he's old, he can't fucking... But he was using them by, like, powering up their uh, re-souls, and it was awesome. I, I, I will say the one funny part of his whole shtick was right at the end, after they finished Precious, where he just gets up and is like, Oh, hey guys, I just... I just broke through my limit, like you guys always do. Followed by him immediately dying. I also like how they're like, they do the roll call, that it cuts to he's like, what? And then it cuts they away. don't even give us the satisfaction of giving him a goddamn roll call. No, even no, Nada no, got one. No, no, I like no. it too. It just cuts it. Uh, huh? Yeah. And then at the end, and then he just poses. I've always wanted to do that. <laughs> it's like, then again, I made that joke as well. Just like, uh, it's like, all right, where are we? Bunch of monsters show up. The Sentai team shows up. They're doing their roll call. Halfway through the roll call, cuts back to my characters. What? And then it's like, it's like. Ani Green. It's, it keeps going with the roll call. Even though halfway through, they're like, what? <laughs> mm -hmm. it, it, like, if they didn't do the giant trip thing at the end, or at the beginning, I wouldn't hate it as much. Just, what? Yeah, oh, ran a wall. too cartoony. Yeah. It was too cartoony for me, though. And then he died. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, yeah. he surpasses limit, which has been the theme of the whole show, I like surpassing your funny. limits. And then the first time he's like, "Oh look, I surpassed my limit!" <laughs> Fucking dies. No, it's just, they hyped this up in the magazines. They hyped it up in the stuff in the photos. I mean, 
got our attention. That was on purpose. It was, it was on purpose. Like, oh, goodness. I think it would have been funny if, like, Tatsu, like, came back to his senses and he was in the armor still. Yeah. He was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> that would have been great. Been then, so yeah, oh, we, uh, Thunderbreaster uh, said, the biggest tragedy of all, we lost Gun George. Oh, yeah. Gun George! No, a moment of silence for Gun George. That need a 50 rifle salute. That should have been it. It should have been set was about to, like, he, he's about to fight a Zero Soul Brown. He's super awesome. And as he's walking towards Precious, just, like, Tatsui gains uh, sentience. And he, like, goes back and just... Oh! And or, he just... He fucks up! And then Tatsui just, is Zero Soul Brown the whole time. Or, or, that would have been funnier, maybe. Here's something that makes a bit more logical sense. Just no Zero Soul Brown. Or no Zero Soul Brown. Set shows up, does, like, a psychic hold on Precious. Be like, I'm holding him as much as I can. Do what you need to do. Oh, it killed me. Oh, yeah, yeah, it's like I used up the rest of my energy to stop pressure. Too much brown energy is Good dangerous. Luck. That would have that would have served the, the, the objective better, I think. Yeah. There, we didn't have to repaint the guy's org suit. There's... I mean, I, I mean, as a concept, I don't object to Riesel Brown. I just think oh, it was no. handled terribly. This this can't Riesel Brown could have been a good idea if they had properly no. explained it, given it more, and, given and it you you more, know why more substance. You, you know, know why they did it. We can sell more Rusol Kens as the brown version for oh, Premium Bandai. No one's that. buying the Geysorg toys anymore. Paint them brown and put them back out there. Pretty much. I liked it. I and it it'll come with set quotes. I yeah. I thought it was fantastic. I have no problem with it. It subverted our expectations and it was entertaining. Premium Bandai Rusol Brown Ken DX now coming out in July. Coming out February 30th. I want it. As the first ever Brown Ranger... Fuck no, off. Shinken Brown. Shinken Brown is the first Brown Ranger. I don't care what I've watched that clip like ten times in the last week. Mr. Brown. Mr. Brown. Oh, Wiser is back. We all knew it. He was not dead. And then Grant stole his thunder. Oh, it's like man. He, he just like Grant goes with this whole speech and then the Wiser's like, you, you stole what I said. I really am okay. not happy that he's back. I really wished he was still dead. While Russell Brown was a slight on this episode, I feel like that bit... Perfectly encapsulates what's good about Ryu Soldier. They serve the plot while being funny. Because Wiser comes in all, Ha ha! I wasn't dead! And I figured out the real plot! Here it is! And then Crayon's like, <laughs> Steals the attention. Dude, that was brilliant, that was funny, and it served the plot at the same time. Yeah, Ryu Brown's just the only bad part about this episode. Yup. I disagree. I, I loved Ryu Soldier. It, it came out of left field... No, it came from underground. It came from Brown Reasons. It came from Sonic Underground. (laughs) No wonder it was shit. Hey, I liked Underground, except for the fact that it had a non-ending. I kind of wish it had. Sonic movie is really shitty. I didn't like it. Those are fighting words, anyways. I just literally am sitting there, and I'm like, I just kind of got into it. I played a little Sonic Two on the way in on my Switch because I have the Sega Genesis collection, and I was like, Mm -hmm. okay, I'm gonna give this a thing. Ten minutes in, I'm like, none of these fucking jokes have anything to do with anything. It's just like they're throwing fucking one-liners every 30 well, fucking it's seconds. A, it's a kid's I movie. I like it. Like we will agree to disagree. Anyways. And I think that the he looks like... it's You know what? He looked like a fake CG character because he didn't look like he had bones or muscles. Stu- I mean, he the is a fake shut character. down before the movie... I, 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 I'm honestly glad they didn't try to go hyper-realistic like Detective Pikachu did. I like the original design. Oh god, please, I don't want Jellicle Sonic. Anyway, so let's get back to Ryu Soldier. Wiseru, he's back. We knew he wasn't dead. He's back in pog form! <laughs> but then there's the 
biggest, and I do mean biggest, freaking reveal of this of this show. Are we the monsters? Yeah, it turns out the Riesel tribe are not aliens, in a sense. They're aliens because Hellas made them. Okay, I actually really, really love this plot twist. This is, like, amazing. This was like, what? So apparently, Helen, as we've been calling her, has been around on Earth since ancient times and since first the of time. first spawned the Ryusol tribe humans, not well demi humans, as the guardians of the planet. But then the Ryusol tribe succumbed to greed and avarice and the evils of humanity, as every human society ever does. And apparently, the Druidons were created as a countermeasure to them. Yep. And then we went to war with them. So this entire time, we were the bad guys. Oh my god, I just love this and, so and, much. And then the twist I liked was... R slash, are we the... am I the asshole? <laughs> so then... So then the Druidons uh, decided they wanted to take over the world, or like a few of them, and that's when Helen just decided, Alright! Everyone dies! I want to speak to your manager. Are we saving the world? I am the manager, said Helen. Oh, you're dying. I would like this universe remade, please, and this time make it And all. yeah, and so so Helen decides that because the Druidons have been aggressively invading Earth, that none of y'all are fit to run the planet, and I'm going to wipe the board clean and start a new chess game. Which, Reapers. It's funny to think, the Sentai that started the 2010s, Ghost Ager, what was the main antagonist plot of a, a at the end? I didn't watch Ghost Ager, but well, go ahead anyway. He was going to recreate the universe cool. in his own image because he was a fallen hero. Nice. He was banished from the Gose world and he got transformed into a monster. Oh. So he's like, you know what? Fuck you guys. Who says you get to con- who says you guys get to choose what's right and what's wrong? But yeah, this also I'm gonna reset the world. Ryu Soldier? You guys are all assholes. Where's the reset button? Yeah. How do I unplug Earth? <laughs> Helen's Helen's the plug. Yeah. Uh, but this also perfectly explains why Yabasword went nuts last week because he was all kill the Ryusol, kill the Druidons, kill everyone because he was spawned by Helen after she had decided to wipe the board clean. <laughs> fuck you, fuck you, fuck you. You're cool. Fuck all you. I'm out. <laughs> Bye. Or, or better yet, I've had enough of you. I've had enough of you. I've had enough of all of you. Yeah, but just all my, just I was Master Black so around. I just love that this this, oh. this turned out to be like a. I have created this evil being from no from the most dreaded evil parts of all existence. Turns out it's man. <laughs> the scary door. Yeah, it's man. <laughs> no, uh, no, I. Totally forgot about how this episode started. It started off with one continuous shot. Oh, yeah, and when, and when they're in the garage? Yeah, yeah, yeah when they enter the garage. It wasn't, they, it wasn't a continuous shot, because they caught the Tiramigo when well, he was yeah, talking about yeah, the plan. Like, for like the first three minutes, it was like one continuous shot, because yeah. it's like, you yeah. see Oh, Mel, yeah, because it's them stumbling in. Yeah, yeah, them stumbling in, into the kitchen, and then it's like, back out, and then it's like, you see them band. It's like, oh, my goodness. Did Sentai just do a, a, a great film shot? Did they just do Charlie work? Yeah, um, but 
also during that scene, we get more uh, information on the plot that actually explains a lot of things. So, apparently the plan here is for the Kishiryu to seal themselves in order to reseal Helen, which explains why they were sealed to begin with. They, the Kishiryu and Ryuso Caliber were sealed in the temples in order to keep Helen sealed. So, this explains why they've been sealed and, and now that they've been unsealed, why Helen is back and stronger and like it, it all, everything, all the pieces like, are falling into place yeah, here. Everything's starting to make sense now where before we were just like, why are they here? I don't know. Yeah. Oh, they don't really have an end goal because this was it. Just the whole, you want to be a pretty shocking ending, which they, they probably won't do. It does happen. Where Univer- everyone gets wiped? Yeah. Just the universe, just or the earth itself, just reset. And then out of the shadows step the Kira Majors. Exactly. Just no more Sentai. Wipe it all up. Starting off fresh. I mean, Ryder's done that several times yeah, lately. But, you know, they won't do that because, you know, kid show. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's like the biggest problem, though, that I have with that, though. Okay, second biggest problem. Well, not big problem, but just a meh problem. It's like, oh, that means we have to lose our, we have to lose our uh, Kishiryu. That's very upsetting because they're our partners. Except, bitch, we haven't even seen half of you talk to them. Yeah, the only ones you really interacted t- with are Tiramigo and Piton. Yeah, aside from and, Tira- and Mozarex. Yeah, aside from Tiramigo, none of them have really given a shit. Half of them don't even talk. Dime Volcano's out there doing riddles. Mozarex hates humans, or at least hates the land people. Pita's a little egg. It's like, you're trying to make us care, but also, why should we care? Yeah, and that's why in Kira Major, all the Zords talk. No, it's not like... I would, I like, would, like... It's, it's like... Tiramigo's the only one I even come close to caring about. Tira! Yeah. And that's me, or it's like, hey, you know, we gotta find out from Master Black what's going on. We can't really talk to what's-his-name. If only there was a restaurant in town that had another guy that might have an insight about this. Oh, yeah, the Elder. Oh, yeah, wise one. Uh, yeah, remember when the Elder was a thing? Pepperidge Farm. Why wasn't uh, he Russo uh, Brown? Uh, Super I wouldn't let him. That should have been it. Like... Su- Super I Productions would not let Ultraman Jack become I'm a ranger. I'm sorry, but honestly... Set should never have existed. It should have been Wise One the whole time who's giving them all this fucking plot drop. Speaking of which, Return of Ultraman, uh, Return of Ultraman Blu-ray coming out on Tuesday. But yeah, he should have been. He should have been the whole show. Yeah, Set's not a thing. It's ready. Wise One should have been Reusel Brown. That like every great. time that Seto needed to explain something, you just see the Elder drive in in his fucking kebab truck. That would have been funny. Hey guys, do the thing. Oh, yeah, here's some kebabs. A, it's just there's a real soul caliber in that temple there. You want a kebab? He, he's too expensive, guys. Snowcone? <laughs> I do want a kebab though. He, too... Welcome to the real soul tribe. Welcome kebab? to the ultra land. Kebab? Beta capsule? <laughs> yeah. It's just it's like you so, know what you know what it felt like to me. It felt like the ending to Deno to Comrade Deno when the imagines start like. Sacrificing themselves to save uh, Real Taro. Speaking of sacrificing to save each other, uh, Helen tries to stab Precious, and Crayon gets in the way and starts speaking like he's possessed by Damon from Reboot. Oh yeah, because he he got zapped by everything. Yep. Which and by everything, 
it reminded me a bit of Indiana Jones 4 at the end with the Soviet Russian chick. Not the Nazi chick, because yeah. I found out she's not a Nazi. But, like, at the end when, like, the alien starts showing her everything, she's like, no, this is too much, too much. And, like, she starts losing it because she sees everything. It's like, that is disturbing. Yeah, it's like it's like in the it's like in the Phantom movie when the guy gets all the skulls together and he just sees everything. He's like, oh, my God, his head explodes. Or it's Brock when he goes Super Breeder 3. <laughs> now I can't see everything. <laughs> but yeah, so so Helen tries to well, I mean succeeds to uh, absorb Precious, and in the process, uh, Crayon be- Crayon becomes one with everything. And while our prediction was that Crayon was going to get some sort of fully grown super form, we were kind of right, and but instead it's Precious. Precious, you gotta listen to reason! Helen's gonna kill us all! Then so be it! Precious, don't you understand? If you defeat the Ryu soldiers, you also defeat us! If that's the... If I have to destroy myself to make sure that those insolent, sword-wielding heroes are no longer a thing, then so be it! But yeah, so, so Helen absorbs Precious and we finally get some sort of Mutated super form. Super precious. Super precious. And then they use the power. Helenus. Superfluous. Ellen. Ellen DeGeneres. I would call it precious. Ellen DeGeneres. Helen DeGeneres. Helen DeGeneres. That's good. God, you know what? The thumbnail for next week's episode just needs to be like Helen and just with Ellen DeGeneres. <laughs> I mean, uh, Helen's just a or, ball, a ball. I was going to say, or Ellen DeGeneres with the Helen ball on Yes, it. there you go. Yeah, because I don't think we can use Ellen. She, she would sue us for everything we I've met Ellen. We're good buddies. <laughs> Bullshit. No, I did, I did meet her, though. That's not illegally binding. Hey, oh, New York City. If, yeah. if we make a joke in the future, can we use your picture? <laughs> yeah, sure, late. You sure can. That doesn't sound like me. Here's Ellen, your... Ellen, nobody I'm Ellen DeGeneres! Here's your candy. Sucker! Sir, your life savings. Uh, yes, no, no, I no, see no, it's no, in bill form. No, no, yes, use Finding Dory audio stock. I haven't watched that, so... Uh, it's, it's like, Ellen, right. do we have your permission to use your face? What? My name's Ellen, and I love lasagna. Lasagna! <laughs> <laughs> what can I unplug here, Itchy? Uh, the charger right there. So, uh, Ow. yeah, I got shot. and this episode, fe- like, it feels like the ending, because as I was saying, like, oh, how weird would it be if the show ended with, like, everyone getting wiped out? And the episode and, ends with a bright light. Yeah, the episode ends with, like, a giant bright light, and I'm like, that's, that's dark. No, and this is Ironic, how, this is how ironic because it's this giant ball of light, <laughs> and I'm like... That's like an incredible way that they're pulling his shadow bringers. It's, it's Precious and Helen fused into the new Light Warden. No. Oh my God, we're being retconned. This is how Soldier's gonna end. Nietzsche's gonna get this because he knows me. It's gonna end with them resetting everything, and then they're gonna explain the entire plot of Re Soldier in the form of a musical. Ha <laughs> 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 Yes. Reboot. Oh God, now I want to write that. God. Please don't. The Precious came and and she said that we had And Baba's gonna step that thing, and Baba's gonna step that thing, and Baba's gonna step that thing! (laughs) Anyways. When when Nada went face to face to face to face with Precious, his chances (laughs) for survival went from small to infinitesimal. Oh my god. (laughs) 
You know, Gar, if you're never going to watch Reboot, you're going to watch at least Reboot the Musical. Yeah. Uh, That'll explain the entire show for you. I well, feel up, five to, minutes. up to season I, three. I feel like once I'm done watching all Super Sentai, I'll, I'll probably watch Reboot. You know what? If either of you guys ever... Do we have it? I can get it. If, if, if someone right. finds it, I'll watch all of it. Cool. It's Finding okay. Reboot? <laughs> Reboot's a piece of Canadian history. Love it's it. the Love first it. animated... Pretty animated cartoon. Second one is Beast Wars. Love them both. <laughs> anyway, so oh, have you heard that uh, that uh, they're actually pushing back Kira Major? Because now, since Rea Soldier's gotten so good, they're going to do a second season. It's going to be called Super Rea Soldier. <laughs> super Rea Soldier. No, no, it'll no, be, no, be, be Rea Super Soldier. Soldier. No, Rea Super. Rea Super. Rea Super Soldier. Can you imagine what, super what Chris's reaction or Itchy's reaction would be if they did say, you know what, we're going to hold back here, Major, to do a second season? He'd be you know, like, he would slowly explode. No, but then and then we find out that the Blue Ranger got a whole new redesign, and it's actually they, they pulled Itchy a likes. Sonic. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, Itchy complained about the Blue Ranger design enough, and they'll, they'll, they'll redo it. Get Sega on the horn. Mm. Uh, but speaking of seasons... Well, before we get to that, I just want to point out that the preview for the next episode makes it look like we're about to go through the... The, the final episode! One, no, no, not just that, but one of my favorite video game tropes. The dystopian illusion. It looks like they're going to go through the fantasy of what the world would be like if Helen's plan comes to fruition. Oh, yeah, that's what it is. It's yeah. basically like peace on our, peace in our time. But it's even not a though, utopia; it's a dystopia. Even though it's a fruitopia, it's not really. God no! It's not really spoilers because it's a zootopia. Ev- <laughs> everyone's shown it. Uh, Nada's there. Wait, is he? Yeah, Nada shows up in the peace world. Oh fuck! That, that was that spoiler we didn't click on. Is this the world of all the friends we made along the way? Yes, pretty much. Oh, a- everyone who's died's probably gonna oh, show up. Excellent! Nada's back from Miami. Alright, it's time for our feature topic. I am sorry, not sorry. You knew I was going to do it. Welcome all once again to another exciting Radio Sentai Cast Ranger Super Sentai Tribute Discussion. Oh god, he swapped personas. It is I once again, the greatest of all Cast Ranger Warriors. The greatest! Ah, McDonald's Caster. Quiet you. Bowser Caster, yeah. So, Super Sentai, the most consistent franchise in our little ball of tokusatsu shows. And what I mean by that is there's almost been a season every year since its creation, since 1975. Keyword, almost. Just one year. That's it. But, in the beginning of 1991, this probably wasn't the case. The 12th season of Super Sentai at the time, Chikyu Sentai, Faivuman, wasn't doing so well as a whole. The ratings were one of the lowest at the time. The toys weren't doing, doing that well, they were just getting by. With the fear of the next installment was going to be their final series, a lot was changed. Veteran Super Sentai head writer Hiro- Hiroshi Has. I hate doing this. Do you want me to read the name for you? Yes, please, because I can't do it in the Akayella voice. Uh, where is it? Let's start with the second there. Hirohisa Soda. His name is Soda? <laughs> <Who>? <laughs> yes. I like him already. Yes, Soda. Woo! 
Solda! Solda! Who wrote from Dai Sentai Gogo 5 to Chikyu Sentai Fiveman and took over from Shozo Uhura, stepped down with Super Sentai writer Toshihiki Inoue taking his place as head writer. Kamen fans may remember him from Kamen Rider Agito, Baizu, and Giva. We know it, we know it, we know it, we know it. And making his Super Sentai debut, Keita Amamiya, who is best known for working on the Garo franchise. Rock me, Amamiya. Hell yes. He was in charge of directing and character designs. This was also the final season for Kazuo Nibori uh, donning the Red Ranger suit. You may remember that from Hikoni Sentai Akiba Rangers episode about that. So, with everything against the wall, how did the new guys do when working on the final season of Super Sentai? Well, it's 29 years later, and we've gotten 19 more seasons afterwards. 29 more seasons afterwards. Which just goes to show you, all these people every year are like, Oh, Super Sentai's gonna end! It's gonna be the last season! Yes, Jonin Sentai Jetman was a massive success, and today we are taking a look at the first three episodes of what people got into it. I love taking a look at things. Yeah, I'm out. I'm not going to be a part of this. Oh? Yeah, no, I, uh, I'll do my own thing, you know? I like to smoke cigars and fuck bitches and ride motorcycles. I quit. Oh, okay. But he doesn't play jazz music, though. <laughs> I mean, I'd okay, r- I'm I back. Mean, I'm back. <laughs> I mean, I'd rather, uh, look, uh, I'm, look, I'm up, look up back. police women's skirts, but... <laughs> I'm immediately back. Let's go. So, Mista Blue Casta. Well, first off, we should point out this funny little voice that's been piping in every now and then. We have a guest with us for this segment. Sounds very bearish. Please introduce yourself, Mr. Sir. I am Bearcaster Vegas. I am a sentient, hyper-intelligent bear. He is. Fuck all y'all. So you would well, say most that, bears are. So you would say that you're smarter than the average bear. He is Yogi Bear. Fuck all yar. <laughs> well, technically, wow. technically, I'm a bear too, because I'm I'm a bisexual, very hairy are man. Are you the same bear that got Leonardo DiCaprio's Oscar? I'm not that kind of bear. He's got he's got you there. Ha <laughs> oh, Anyway, uh, this okay. So this was told to me. Uh, I watched this last year. Somebody told me this show was really, really amazing. And Shout, I was talking to a guy from Shout Factory, and they were going to send me free DVDs, and they never ended up doing it. I said, fuck it, and just start watching it. <laughs> and I was really mad that this show is really good. Like, it is fantastically good. Now, it does get a little weird at times, and the enemies look like they're in, like, a Japanese funk video. <laughs> like, they're wearing, like, what could be best described as, like, like sci-fi, like you ever see, like in a in a TV show, they're at like basically what's supposed to be a Star Trek convention, but they look they like monsters from a made-for-TV movie. Yeah, or those, like you know how you see like oh they're Star Trek, but they can't use Star Trek things, so they make things that look Star Trek-like. <laughs> That's what they're all wearing. Like there's uh, like the the one kid with the sunglasses. Trends. Yeah, and who turns into? We're only talking about the first three episodes. No spoilers after that. I thought we were going to talk about the whole series. No, just the first three episodes, because this is such a great show. We are not discussing anything that happens past the three episodes. Oh, Gar, grow up. Like Transit. Well, there's that one thing that Gokaiger <laughs> kind of spoiled. The Wait, bit, uh, okay. you, oh, can't, right. you can't have me here talking about Jetman without me talking about what happens in the last episode. That's just me. Okay, yes. Let us talk about what Gokaiger talked about 20 years after the show ended. 
Let me talk about this. I'm very passionate about this. Go ahead. All right, and I know the story. So basically, one of the reasons why this show did very well was something I'll call the Bomba Factor. Um, the 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 uh, con- black condor guy was very attractive to the mothers of the children watching the show during the day, <laughs> and these mostly like you know retired uh, Japanese housewives. Uh, really got into the smoking hot guy. Literally smoking. And to the point that when they made, you know how sometimes, like, you know, they did this a lot in early Super Sentai, where they'll say, like, they'll name an episode, Somebody Dies. (laughs) Other than poor Burai, they usually were joking. Uh, Anyway, so they said, Guy Dies. It's one of the names of the episodes. So a bunch of these parents wrote in saying, Don't you dare. (laughs) So they said, okay, we're not going to. And then at the end of the show, and this is covered in... in um, Kaizo Sentai Gokaiger, yeah. episode 28. Yeah, that he, in the epilogue of the final episode, stops a mugging, gets knifed, and dies at uh, uh, Pink and Red's wedding. White and Red's wedding. White and Red's wedding. And it's just such a random moment, and I'm just like, the fucking balls of this show. Well, here's a tip. Here's something that will shock your mind. Yeah. That was always intended. Yeah, and it was fucking no, no, amazing. Since the, ver- no, since the very beginning of pre-production, they always knew Black was going to die at the end. By the way, you could have just said, a wedding. Yes, thank you, Savage Caster. <laughs> Trans Caster. turns into an adult man. Stop spoiling things! A teddy bear turns okay, into a robot! Uh, Tom, 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 don't, don't spoil any more Super Sentai Jetman, okay? I don't know. We're here to talk about the first three episodes. Yes, Let's focus on the, the first three. three episodes. Jetman Yellow kills Voldemort. It is the year 1990. Damn it, spoiler owl! <laughs> He's also a caveman. The yellow Jetman is an owl! That's the joke! Oh. Go ahead, Gar. It is the year 1990X. There's peace on earth. There is no evil. And of course, because the narrator said it, evil happens. Yeah. But it's Here's not. Here's our completely peaceful space station where nothing could possibly go wrong. The only thi- the only problem we have are Japanese Daleks. Yeah, there's Daleks in the first episode yeah, for some reason. Like, it's a Zetsu Metsu! Zetsu Metsu! <laughs> 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 in which Onyx yeah. at the mall. That's where Metsubojinrai.net <laughs> came from. Angry robots. But that is where we are introduced to our main character, Ryu Tendo, in which he is joined to become a part of Project J. The J stands for Jetman. Now he was, uh, he was he was blessed with an attractive chin and chiseled features, but was tragically born without a personality. He is. <laughs> He is what I consider the Superman. <laughs> I, I don't think that I, it's a spoiler to say that he doesn't get any more interesting than he is in the first episode. He you know does what? get a lot interesting. You know what vibe I got off him? I honestly looked at him and went, that's Japanese Jason. Yeah. That, yeah. Yeah, because of the yeah. chip. But here's the thing with him is he's Captain America. Like, you know the most the least interesting things about Captain America? Being that he's so, like, you know, white bread. It's It's... Really, it's it's he's a cool character by his actions. Like he's a good warrior, he's a good leader, but he's really an un- uninteresting. The only interesting about him is the weird, fucked up, like like relationship with him and and White Swan, who has like a unhealthy obsession with him. 
Okay, I have to say, when we saw him getting the, what was it, like the birdian waves? The birdonic waves. Birdonic, birdonic, birdonic waves. waves. The birdemic when waves? He's in yeah, that, I know, he's right? in that dark room, like with a light shining on him in a chair, it just reminded me of the 1990 Captain America movie where he oh, was yeah. almost in the exact I'm same set. It's, like, he's becoming a weird. super soldier. So, like, well, what's, what's, the the the, what's the name of the, the villains? The, the, the reverse dimensional empire virus. Yeah, so I just wanted to psych Hitler with just like some guys just in the middle of the procedure. Just, oh my god! In which this is the first time in the franchise's history where they're not aliens, they're not demons from below, or both. Or robots. Or, or terrorists. Or they're, some guy pose, trying to pose no, as a monster. Or, or from the reverse dimension. They are interdimensional invaders. Oh. In which. We see how powerful they are in this first episode. They kill everyone on that space station, aside from Ryu and their and her me- and his mentor, Commander Ayaka, and, oh, who is a Ultraman oh, no, Leo flashbacks from that moment. Oh God, Ultraman Leo, that's that's <laughs> Vietnam flashbacks. His poor girlfriend. <laughs> but you know the thing I like about Byram is it's almost like a grab bag of like different villain themes. Yeah. Like one of them is a legitimate sniper robot. One's a kid in a cape. Uh, you've got like this like and woman with a Smurf hat on. <laughs> then there's the evil diabolical Maria. Like <laughs> what kind of a name <laughs> is that for a fucking oh, villain? I wonder if she has her moments. She actually has her moments because when she shows up to fight the Jetmen, she you pulls out a fencing foil and out of a suit fights them to submission on several occasions. Cool. And the best part, Redcaster, neither blue or gray never caught on to it. Yep. What? Okay. What? What? What was on her outfit that we're missing? It's it's Ray. It's Girl, Ray's actress. Oh! Wait, wait, you guys didn't get that? No. What? She's when Ray so, died. Re, so J, Red Falcon's girlfriend who got oh, stuck in his space oh, is Maria. Maria. <coughs> now this is actually. Wow. Well, I, I wonder what that plot is. Ray costume and shit. How the fuck she you had makeup on? Also, to, to quote Chris Tucker, <laughs> all y'all look alike. I, I was gonna say, let, as much as I don't want to be the one to go there, let's say it. Japanese women, especially in that era of film, I can tell yeah. them all apart because I love them all. Anyway, so, anyway, but that so, is actually all the one of the only other good parts of Red's plot is that he has to deal with that because right off the bat he's like, hey, like the first time he sees her is like, is that you, Ray? And she's like, who the fuck is Ray? And like kicks him in the face, literally. I just love that like him and and Rie in the first episode. It's just Ray. Well, it's spelled R-I-E. It is pronounced Rie, actually. It's Rie. I heard him say it. Yeah, it is pronounced Rie. He just says it fast. Anyway. Because he does scream it at one point. Rie! The two of them at the start of the J project, they're, they're a couple, which is already a progressive step for Sentai because they almost never do that. They're like, okay, so you two are going to be the first members of Jetman. And they basically go, can we still fuck? <laughs> yes. I, I guess. It's not like Beast Morphers where. And then one of them turns out to be a long. villain, and one of them turns out to be a hero, and they're like, can we still fuck? Can it be any more <laughs> obvious? Can we have makeup sex? 
Maybe. But yeah, <laughs> so, so, so the Virum invades and, and attacks the, cat, the, the, the spaceship, the Sky Force Earth ship. Which would have been a really great setting. Yeah, so Virum attacks the base and Rie goes out the hole into space. And it's really dark and depressing and like, oh, yeah, that's so like really we don't we, too. Yeah, like so like we 90s. see her get sucked out like from a different angle, but then like when uh Ryu's thinking about it later, we see like from his perspective her getting sucked out into space. I was like, Jesus Christ! Like that's ter- terrible. Oh. But yeah, so we get introduced to, uh, like, we see, like, uh... Red again. It's gonna call Randall. No, 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 I have a bit. So, yeah, the leader of Virum is this dude who's straight up the phantom of the fucking opera. Yeah. Leader in air quotes. <laughs> you know what, the, well, first time, leader. the first time I saw him, you know what I thought? I thought that all of my bases belonged to him. <laughs> But no, and then they say his name is Radigat, and my immediate thought is, Oh, Radigat! Oh, Radigat! You're one of a kind! To Radigat! To Radigat! The reverse dimension's criminal mind! I'm just gonna call him Randall. It's Radigan! So, so Randall... He, he shows, so he shows up as a big, like, holographic <laughs> image in the sky, or... It probably isn't a hologram, it's just him. No, yes. it's, a, it's a projection. Yeah. It is because they have the ability to transcend, transcend dimensional. Yeah, so it was him, and he's just showing up on buildings, windows, Mirrors. doors, and I in one dude's coffee. And a guy's coffee, like yeah, it was his eye. We were just like, what the fuck? He never uses this power again, by the way. Damn it! And then, like, he, like, throws his, like, fireballs out of his hands, and they, like, explode on shit, and... Yeah. Oh, by the way, when Ryu was getting, like, pelted with the fucking Burdemic waves, or whatever the fuck, you just see a couple of shots with this one, like, an eagle, and I just like, ah! And every time he screams in pain, or whenever he's sad about his, his girlfriend, I just want him to just make bird noises. <laughs> Bird noises. Oh no, we accidentally infused them with the chicken birdonic waves. Guess you'll be known as Orange Chicken. Can we please have Orange Chicken Jetman? Well, I mean. And he just goes, Bacock! Yeah, that's no, it'd be Orange we... Cock. Now who will suck Bacock? This is a season that does not get an extra ranger. Damn. Yes, this was actually the final season. To have just the core five Super Sentai members. Yeah, because you Rangers, right? I fun actually fun. have a bit of interesting trivia in regards to that. If you, if okay. that's okay, we'll yeah. be the judge of that. Oh, the, <laughs> the, are you referring to? The no, 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 let him say it. Let him no, say let him tell the interesting I think, trivia. I, no, I think I know what he's talking. Okay. about. Okay, we get it. You vape. Go yes. on, <laughs> Vegas. Go on. All right. So there was a non-canon manga that came out after the show ended. Uh, I believe it was deemed non-canon after Gokaidra came out. The Jet manga? But... <laughs> <laughs> but... Um, in that manga, they had a new ranger who I believe was called Hawk Green. Hmm. Green, Green Hawk Eagle. Or whatever. I preferred Stephen Hawk Green. He was Green <laughs> Eagle. Oh, green. right, eagle. Eagles are green. <laughs> <laughs> no wonder it was non-canon. <laughs> Just love how matter-of-fact what you said. Yeah, it's like, fuck 
that shit. Eagles are green. Yellow owls definitely exist. Speaking of yellow owl, let's talk about what happened to the other birdonic waves. You want a fucking you know green, what? You want I a fucking green eagle? That's a green eagle. Yeah. You know what? I, I love it. The fact is because the thing is a lot of them is like they got the whole team together. This one, it's just it's literally. Four random people, one of which is a schoolgirl, one is a debutante, one is a fucking farmer, and one is God's gift to to married women, stay-at-home moms. Yeah. Who's basically like, he's like fucking Japanese Fonzie. Pretty much. He drives a motorcycle, he smokes, he gambles, he plays the goddamn saxophone. How more 90s could you be by playing a goddamn saxophone? Honestly, watching him through these three episodes, he kind of had a face that reminded me a lot of Kaiza from Fies. Is it the grin? Yeah. Really, really, that's Green Eagle. That's not green! That looks like... His his ranger's name is Jeffrey Kinsaki. He's American. Jeffrey Kinsaki! He's American. That's... He's the American Eagle. <laughs> I wonder where he gets his outfits. Did he have an American Eagle outfit? Oh, yeah. for fuck's sake. <laughs> Damn, it. Damn it. Fuck it's you. Too nice. easy. Uh... But, yes. but yeah, there is, and the joke that I make all the time is that they they go to the debutante woman and they're like, "Well, you, guess what? You're a jet man." The fucking Ojo-sama over here, and of course it's pronounced gentleman. She's like, "Oh, but I don't want to be a gentleman." No, she's all for it. Yeah, she's like, it's almost so, to the point of, wait, so do you want to gentleman? change genders? Oh, is no. it okay? Yeah, but the whole point is she makes that joke about it, thinking they said. Yeah, gentlemen. she's gentlemen. just like my life sucks. It's bo- it's so boring being a privileged she, rich girl. She lives the Disney princess life. She wants more. Yeah, but the thing is about her though is like okay, you know the trope. You know, it's the uh, that happens mostly to the female characters. Of I've hit some adversity. I quit. She quits like three fucking times. Really? She quits less than black, and literally every time his machismo is threatened, he fucking quits. Wow. When he comes back the next episode, usually be like, you know what, we're friends. She usually has to be wooed back by being showed a bit of the jet D. <laughs> and we also have Raita, the I want I don't want to call him a pacifist, but he is the farmer in which he, he doesn't and he is a chubby dude. He doesn't like violence, so I can't really call him a pacifist, so I would call him more of a It was really gentle giant. It was really person. unsettling because he looks like a real life friend of ours. Yeah, and I gotta talk about. I know we're only talking about the first three episodes, but there's a thing they do with his character that's one of my favorite Super Sentai little things. Is he gets sent back in time to caveman times? Oh shit! And his rudimentary knowledge of the present turns into a fucking messiah as he teaches like a race of people how to defend themselves and learn (laughs) shit. Okay. And when they come back, there's a picture of him in his fucking Super Sentai suit in a fucking cave painting. Wow. But they find it similarly to when they find a picture of Gates on a fucking wall scroll. They're like, hey, look what we've suddenly found. Wow. Wow. But it's a great episode. And the thing is, he's running around in fucking loincloth for half of it. That's fucking hilarious. Wow. But I just mean, like, it was such a like an original thing. Like, I can't think of anything in Super Sentai I've seen like it. They literally had him be like, you know, like, caveman lawyer. In which, that is the biggest thing about this show all all around. This did not do the normal the normal Sentai thing at the mm. time. It almost feels like they're just like, it's our last season, let's do whatever the fuck we want. Exactly. New head writer, new director, some of the same suit actors. Yeah. But aside from okay, that... Okay, let's turn a jet into a monster. 
Jesus Christ, the fighter jet with fists. Yes. Fucking the, God. The, 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 the dimensional beast. One of which, later on, is a cup of ramen. <laughs> yep, the ramen. And he, and he calls There's himself also, a god. In this season. There, also, there also is a uh, teddy bear that gets thrown in the garbage that gets turned into a garbage teddy bear monster. Oh. That turns out to be like one of those, like, is the monster really that no. bad? It's Bergy all over again. Like, there, then, then there's the faucet <laughs> monster that strangles his fucking, like, teenager to death, and then he, like, wraps back itself to a normal faucet and starts, like, stripping blood. And I was oh, like, yeah. oh this, my god! The show gets Agito levels of, like, dark and murderous. Yeah! Keita Amamiya. Yeah, when I was watching also, the first also, episode. And I hold on. Inoue, who also wrote Agito. Fuck. Wow. Now here is here's a little piece of trivia. Uh, you might recognize the cockpit of the uh, the Jetman's uh, um, mech. I can't remember what it's called. Jet Icarus. Jet Icarus. Fucking jet is the same cockpit for the Megazord in Power Rangers, just repainted. Redcaster. He doesn't show up until episode six. Who doesn't? Jet Icarus. Yeah, we didn't get a Megazord. No. No, this was back in older Super Sentai times when the giant when the giant mech doesn't show up until the sixth episode. Speaking of mechs, oh my god, we looked at Red Hawk and went Speedorf, Speedorf's father. Yeah, it's Speedorf's dad. Also, anyone watch? Uh, anyone watch um, uh, Akiba Ranger? They make a joke that the yep. smaller version called Boy. This is one of the ones where they really did that. They get a they uh, have a canon mech named Tackle Boy. No, uh, Tetra Boy. Yeah, yeah, sorry, Tetra Boy. Okay. Again, but anyway, but that on. is a thing. The, the, it's the same cockpit mm-hmm. set in this series as it's, they, they it's, reuse it's, it the next season. It's fixed up a bit, but anyways. Oh yeah, so back to the first episode. Yes. I love that our first henshin is when Red jumps out of his fucking jet and transforms as he's falling. Yes, yep. with his cross. Which I think, I think they were going to do that a lot, but it was just way too much of a pain in the ass. Because they do it a lot in the first few episodes, like the jump out of the jet henshin. I, like, I like the henshin for jet and then And after about like six or seven episodes, they never do it again. <laughs> I like I like the end sheet for Jetman because it's very short and simple and it has like this really cool sound where it's like Woo-hoo. I love it I love the suits from the waist up from the waist up the suits are fucking gorgeous yeah from the bottom it's they're wearing fucking underwear I'm gonna say it's like Robin level circus outfit Black yeah. Condor suit is the absolute best of all of them oh it all makes sense complements the, the white yeah. so well I'd say white is honestly the worst it just it's well I would say I wouldn't say I it's know. bad I would say it's boring. I would say it's the odd one of the group because yeah, Tetra Boy. Yeah, Tetra Boy. He actually like dances like he's fucking a boxer. Oh god. I I don't know. My my only complaint with the suits is again, it looks like they're wearing like acrobatic short short underwear on their suits. Yeah, that's why. Well, pretty much like it's uh, they've done that a couple of times, but I mean like mostly it's like the pants are a solid color from the waist to the boots. Yeah, there's no reason they couldn't do that. Or, or shorts that are longer enough. Yeah. But the, these ones look like they've put on underwear. They, they have that Superman kind of effect. So yeah. They, which and, I on, on, uh, and on red and on yellow, you see it so much. On the black one, you for whatever reason, it doesn't stand out as much because it's so bold. But Yellow Owl is definitely my favorite of the five. Yeah. The helmets are fucking gorgeous. Take a... I love the helmets. The helmets are amazing. Rangers. Yeah. Take a wild guess on what Jetman was based on. Oh, Battle of the Planets. Or uh, Gatchamon. 
Gotcha Man. Gotcha Man. Yeah, yeah. Gotcha Man. Which was yeah. very popular a few years previous. Yeah, but, yeah, I can see that. But yeah. And they do have a that lot. Would they explain the slight redesign in the Jetman manga. Yeah, and the thing is, like, uh, they do when they do have the wings spread out. They actually they do that a fair amount. They don't do it as much mid series as they do at the beginning, where they actually have them flying. But they do. In, it's you know they're fucking serious when they start flying. I just love they have these fucking, like, flying squirrel wingsuits. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's on brand. Yeah. Fun fact, the temp name for the Sentai was Birdman. <laughs> Birdman! Harvey Birdman? Yes, yeah. Harvey Birdman. Also, also... The unofficial Six Ranger. Yeah. Harvey Birdman, Ranger at law. <laughs> also, the Red, also, the Red Ranger's fucking bringer sword. It looked like he had, it had googly eyes on it. <laughs> I also love... Okay, so uh, the Green Ranger, she is a high school... Uh, high, high school Blue Ranger. Ranger. Blue, Blue Ranger, yeah. Blue or Ranger. Turquoise Ranger, basically. Yes, turqu- um, well, no, she's blue. I guess. But anyway, uh, she is this, like, troll teenager... Who uh, like uses her powers to ch- uh, to like cheat at sports, cheat at sports and make money. And through the whole series, she mellows out a little bit. But through the whole series, she acts as a foil to some of the other characters. I actually like, really actors. love. I really loved what I saw from her in these three episodes. Oh, like, she's they, that good. All she her character has the least plot, meaning that I don't think she has a, like any kind of backstory like there's a few episodes i think where her parents are in it but she has the least amount of story but she has the most amount of character i just love that like they go to recruit her and she's like yeah sure i'll i'll, I'll join you for t- no, no no the first bit with it was uh join the track team. join the track team after they see her cheat her way over the high jump and she's like yeah sure i'll do it for 20 bucks done and then they pay off that bit when they go to recruit her for Jetman, and she's like okay what are you paying me and the fucking pink-ass Ojo-sama hands her a goddamn check for $100,000. She's yeah. not pink, she's white. She is white. There's a lot of pink in that suit. But she's supposed to be more white, white than pink. Swan. She fits the role of the pink ranger. You can't say she doesn't. She doesn't. But, but she's or, or white. she does, but her You know what? I would say in swan. this situation, it's a pass. You can call her pink. Now, when it comes to um, uh, Kaku Ranger, you can't call the White Ranger pink because she's got like no pink on her. And side. then there's Ninja, where we have both. Yeah, she's quite fun. But I mean, oh, that is actually another fun fact about these three episodes. What is one thing they never did in these three episodes? Uh, a team attack. Besides that, oh. team engine. Well, that never did they do a proper roll call, and oh. that was one of the things that Inoue wanted to do for this series. Hmm. It wanted it to feel as much as Birdonic waves, interdimensional fighters, and suits that can make you fly. He wanted to make the characters feel grounded in reality. Think of it. Every time when the Virum show up in these first three episodes, never do they think, let's morph. No. I, I did it's, notice it took them a long time to actually morph. Yes. They would either fight them off as best as they can. And then I mean, they, they have been shown to have civilian super strength. Yes. Yeah, they do have civilian powers. But it's something that Inoue want, definitely wanted to show off in this series. To show... Because at this point, Super Sentai... Been going on since 1979 at this point. It just kept going to the point where, oh, yeah, Super Sentai. That is a thing. I was alive at that time. But this, it wanted to show... For like a couple of months. Wait a minute. This show's taking itself seriously. It's not just flashy effects selling toys. This wants to tell a story. This wants to tell us a story about five random people 
having to become a team to fight off a threat that no one else could face. Five typical random. Also, they put a lot of... <laughs> Are you talking to me again? No. Okay, I'll be back. Also, this has a lot of... Uh, the villains get a lot of screen time, which I don't know the amount of screen time before, but I mean, like, the villains... Like, there's whole plot lines going on with Radigat and, and, and Maria, and uh, there's just so much plot back uh, for them that you actually, at times, care more about what the villains are doing. And, like, and that was a trend that went from there, like, uh, well, we had it as Rita Repulsa, but how much, how much plot, for example, does Rita Repulsa get? Not that much. Well, no, you, she's not a good character. Not until Zed. Yeah, not till Zed, but not she's a Zed. notable character. Um, Die Ranger also kind of had a way that you were almost like, are they the bad guys? Well, they were, but I mean, like, it's like... <laughs> but I mean, like, it's the whole idea... It made them feel human. Yeah. Well, it, it, by caring about the villains' stuff they were doing when they weren't fighting the villains, it gave you, A, it gave them more padding. They had stuff to switch to. And it also made you care about the villains. Like, there are, you know, villains that, you know, have setbacks and, and you know, like, problems. And you got, oh, no. Like, look at today. Like, how mad are we with, like, you know, that, uh, you know, Crayon got fucked up. Greycaster. Yeah. Wasn't there a certain grave robot that you pointed out. Yeah, so villains. another one of the villains is a robot named Gray. Who smokes? Does he smoke in the first three yep. episodes? He, yeah, so the motherfucker has like a fucking cup, like glass of scotch and he's smoking a cigarette. And I'm like, you're a robot, you don't smoke. And Robots take, don't smoke. And take a wild guess on who his arch rival is in this show. Guy. Guy. Yes. To the point, there is an episode. It's Smoke a, break. There's an episodic episode. Where they play poker against each other. That's oh, <laughs> amazing! And they also have one of those... And, and, whoever, and, and whoever loses, dies. And they also... <laughs> Spoilers, neither of them die. There's also an episode where I think, like, it yeah. was... I think it was, it was <laughs> like, Condor Black gets, like, knocked down. He's like, no, you, you get up and fight me fair. Like, they get a respect for each other. And it's actually amazing. A single respect. Yes, I'll have one respect, please. Yeah, Gray, Gray was cool. But yeah, well, so, all of them are fucking amazing. And like, like Gray's lighter is in his finger. Yeah. yeah. I just love that at the end of the second episode, all the villains are just assembling, and it's, one of them just like blurts out, "Whoever kills Jetman will be the new king." I'm like, "Oh, is that what we're doing? All right." It's like they're there. It's like it's like they well they've conquered like like other dimensions, and they're fucking bored. I love how they refer to Earth as like the French dimension. Because they came from the reverse dimension. We see well, they were from the we back dimension, dimension uh, i.e. Dunville. <laughs> we see a dimension where they conquered, and you want to know what it is? Nothing. They It's a wasteland. They glass it. They destroyed Covenant. everything. Well, except for one man. Oh, is that the uh, one where we get Jet Garuda? Yes. Oh, I love where it. Where there's yeah. just, oh, just that's nothing. Awesome. But just that just proves... How powerful these villains are. Yep. When you see where they come from and there's nothing. It's like the Jetmen are the first people because of the Burdonic Wave to stand up to them. And they're kind of like, I'm not even mad. Let's see where this goes. Even by the end of the third episode, they're like, we'll love enjoying this game with you. We love to see you get stronger so that we can wreak more havoc. They are, they are my purpose. second, I, I'd say they're my second favorite villain team. Other uh, Beyond the, um, oh, I can't remember the name. The... the the bondage fetishist from Die Ranger. Uh, the 
I, I don't remember them. The, they're, the they're, Gorma. Gorma, yeah. Yeah, the Gorma. Yeah, uh, they were fucking amazing. They're no Death Galleons, because to me, those were probably my favorite villains from the franchise. And they yeah, don't do any or... rapping. <laughs> like like Bandora does rapping. To be fair, Zoo Ranger was a very mature show for yeah. the franchise. Zoo Ranger kind of went like, okay, we have our audience back. Let's kind of go back to basics. Well, you know what it is. You know, you know what First it is. It was okay. So a lot of people were bored of Super Sentai. They didn't really hate. They were just bored. And Jetman kind of flew in. Pardon the pun. Flew in and just like got everyone back on board. Did some changes. Got everyone excited about it again. So they spiked the ball. And then fucking Zoo Ranger like fucking nailed it into the goal. It was a one-two punch. And you all know what Zoo Ranger did to keep those audiences' attention. Fucking Burai. That was the reason they created the Six Ranger. Oh. We need to keep these people from Jetman to keep watching our show. Let's introduce it. Let's introduce a foe. Yep. Let's introduce a foe that An these evil rangers evil ranger. Exactly. Yep. Something that they cannot feed, defeat. And the first few seasons of adding a new ranger, they added it in a very interesting way. Like in Die Ranger, it's like a kid and they don't know who it is. And it's like this rival they can't control. And uh, it is like, like Justin, but better. Yeah. <laughs> but well, it, the kid, the kid in Die Ranger, I, and we're going to talk about Die Ranger at some point. The kid in Die Ranger is uh, fucking awesome. We better fucking talk. If we don't talk about Die Ranger, I'm going to derail and talk about Die Ranger for fun, an hour. Fun fact: Commander Aya in this show is actually Ko's mother in Die Ranger. Yep. Wow. There is a lot of people. Shit. Uh, there's a lot of people that show up. Um, then how did he turn out to be such a disobedient little shit? Because she's like an absolute same actress commander. Same yeah, she fucking uh, break also, blocks and stuff. Another fun fact: Renegade's actor, or sorry, uh, trans second actor that shows up in the show. Actually, go. It's either Renegade or trans second actor goes on to do more Super Sentai, oh, cool. in which he was actually a rival for Ryu Ranger and Die Ranger. <laughs> One of my favorite bits towards the end of the oh, second wait, episode. One of them was Jin. Yeah, but um, one of my Jin's awesome. One of my favorite bits at near the end of the second episode is like the whole episode. Guys just been an absolute pill and not not playing along, and then after they all fight together, like guy pulls out his cigarette to smoke, and but he can't get the light working. So Ryu takes the lighter and lights it, and guy's immediate response is to just fucking sock him. Yeah. <laughs> They have this. How dare you? Yeah, be they have this like bromance through the series, and that's pretty much like how they go. But yeah, Fuck like you. at one point, like guy pulls up to like these two cops, like female. Oh cops yeah, the lady car. cops. And so he's just like looking down at like one of the cops' skirts or whatever, and like she notices he's looking at her, and so she like tries to cover it up, hey. and. How you do it. Yeah, and so he like starts speeding away to like get he runs a red pull, light. Yeah, to pull pull him over, and then he's like, "All right, I got your attention." I absolutely love this genius bastard because like he runs a red light on purpose so that they'll chase him down. You want to know the funny thing? If you go back and watch the Go Kaiju episode, knowing you've seen these three episodes and you've seen how he is, mm -hmm. you see he acts like this with Luca. <laughs> he hits on Luca. Oh. oh. Unsuccessfully, because Luca doesn't. What man could tame her? I'd like Marvelous. to try. Don. I mean, you're right. Don. Sure. I can see Don. No, I always saw Joe and Luca being a thing. I don't know. Opposites attract. I don't know. Joe's too into his own attract his own face. Yeah. 
Joe's busy handling his swords. He's yeah, he's such a narcissist that you can call him a narcissist when Marvelous is standing next so, to him. So like a, a lot a lot of episode three was just pretty much like Ryu's trying to recruit Guy into the to the jet to Jetman. How are and, we gonna settle this motherfucking bike race? And, and white, blue, and paint, and or white, blue, yep. and yellow. They, they are, they're just, they're training. Bike top, and bike getting top, their, bike and top, getting bike their top. absolute shit kicked in by their commander lady, who's an absolute she, boss. Yeah. She is a boss all the way through. And the thing is, like, if they had like thought about it, they should have made her a six ranger. Absolutely, and it's great because, like, at one point, like, uh, Blue calls her like a witch or something, and you just see her go like the fuck you call me. Abe, you talk back Dude, to her. I saw that. That was amazing. Someone anytime in the series, okay, at one point, one of the villains is in the you know talks back to her, and she fucking kicks him in the face. Nice. Like she is fucking. Fierce. Someone needs to do fan out of her as Violet Raven. Yeah, and which here's. Another nice timbit about her, Commander Aya. Did you say a timbit? Uh, yes, a timbit. Tidbit. Tidbit. <laughs> tidbit. Nah, I like timbit. <laughs> she is the Can first. Can you of a tidbit? She is the first female mentor in the franchise. Yep. And she fucking owns it. And she fucking owns it. Yes, Aka Yellow is here. That's why I'm. Ha- that is why I am standing up. Even though. People Even though this is an audio podcast. That. He's been but, doing this but, thing the whole time. I don't understand why he's doing this voice. Because it shows just how powerful. By the way, I, I drank all the Pepsis. Aki Yellow's here. He's just standing in the corner because if he moves, I. Aki Yellow is inside all of us. Aki. It's all about the Aki Yellow you meet along the way. <laughs> yes, yes, you do. Dragonborg, I will bite you. Whoa. If you bit me in a dream, you better wake up and apologize. <laughs> but yes, they challenge stuff in a race. You couldn't beat me if you had a handful of vegetables. That's another <laughs> thing. Ab- All right. That is another thing about Jetman that I that I want to bring up. Vegetables. You couldn't throw hands at me if you we were playing poker. Besides <laughs> the vegetables. <laughs> Did you notice that the two monsters of the week that we had mm-hmm. never spoke? Yeah. It shows how cruel they are. You, well, yeah, they're they're beasts. Made from fighter jets and faucets. See, Jesus Blaze, Christ. they didn't invite me. I broke out of the zoo, and I just showed up. We like the bear. It's, it's because we did Jetman, so the next series over is Zoo Ranger, so because we're so close to the zoo, he broke out. Wait, I thought it was Jew Ranger. We're not getting into that. Okay. <laughs> really reached far for that one, ain't she? Yep. But yes, Ryu and Guy have a race, and shockingly enough, Guy wins. Only Thus, because only because Fawcett Dimension came in and started attacking the kids that were some fucking reason. There. Yeah, some rando kids show up to watch the race and then get attacked by the scary wriggling Fawcett snake. Well, how did they get to watch the race? I think they were just there and they happened to look. Over. Oh, yes. that's what doing. Hey, look, some guys are doing stuff. Also, look how awesome Commander Aya is when she almost gets attacked by the Fawcett oh, Dimension. She just grabs a knife and slices the bitch. That's how, that's how she knows not to fuck with people. Did you guys notice that she got attacked by tentacles in two episodes? Yep. Yes. Yeah, when one of them was in the jet or whatever like that, like, the wires, like, came out of the jet console, and it was like, Also, can I just say, the fucking monster, the way that, the the first one, the bug, 
It just like lashed out its tongue and straight up vored some dudes and straight up murdered them. Yeah. Ugh. Creepy. Yes. Um. Also confirmed. Red Ranger likes very hot milk. Give me a shot of milk. I'll be over there with Commander Munkata talking about so, so eventually, like Ryu, just like goes to help the other Jetman men. Uh, and so guys like on his bike and he's just like starting to be like no I don't care about those guys no I don't care about those guys why the fuck am I caring about those guys damn it how am I already back here yeah right shit I'm already here damn it I turned around minutes ago give me the more like at one point like in another episode he was uh like he he said like fuck this I don't want to be a Jetman but I really wanted him just like he takes out the morph but I just really wanted to be like oh yeah no no, that's stuck on there for life get, get off Fine, I'll go be a vigilante somewhere else. Yeah, that's right. Blackbird. This is this is one of those early seasons of Super Sentai when it could be fetish fuel without anybody having a problem with it. Uh, case in point, this is actually a screen grab from Jetman. <laughs> some uh, some young women trapped in slime. Oh, oh dear. Oh, there is also a scene where right. Black Condor grabs one of the Grundium by the balls. By the balls. And he's like, yep. I hope you like that. I love that the Mook's reaction is for the fucking lights on its face to just blink. <laughs> reaction. Um, they also now have a Jeep with a turret on it, and it was pretty Which cool. is fucking badass. Yeah. That now, Jeep only, was great. Now, if only Carter Grayson was driving it, mm -hmm. he yeah. would have ran it straight into the beast. Yep. Mm -hmm. Best Red Ranger. Hashtag Best Red Ranger. Give him a water bottle and a gun. The entire invasion would have been over an hour. <laughs> they gave him a. Me uh, he gave. He made. Uh, there uh, it is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. The mooks this season, I really enjoy. <laughs> <laughs> Simply because Honestly, the block the, design. They call, they call it that move is called the Donald Trump. Just grab my pussy. <laughs> Donald Trump. Okay, we shouldn't bring in politics in this show. <laughs> but fun, do you guys know, would you guys like to know what they're actually based on? Yes. Magma. Yeah, yeah well, like I guess. Hot magma. Because when they, when they first showed up, Radagay had them Honestly, ripping out of his The hands. patterns on their suits looks like something was squirted on them. <laughs> Phrasing. <laughs> Alright, we're ready. Coat them in mustard and ketchup. Uh, so yeah, so then eventually they go all do a group henching, and it's, like, it's just a quick one, and they're like, yeah, we're Jetman! Nope, they never, uh, Ryu refers well, Ryu to them says, as Jetman. Yeah, he's like, we're Jetman! But they never do the whole... No. Shoji Sentai! <laughs> Jesus! No roll call. Gentleman. Well, they do it later. <laughs> we also get to see Black Condor Black, or Black Condor's wing gauntlet, which is pretty cool. Yeah. Yes, the sidearm the, the, of every race, <laughs> in which, uh... Wait, that's the sidearm of everyone? Yeah, everyone gets one, and which... That's uh, weird, because like, we only saw him use it, and we've only seen Red use the sword, so I thought that maybe everyone had a unique weapon. No, they, uh, this is before signature weapons were huge, big Damn thing. it! So everyone got... I like, think, ironically, yeah. Um, but the only difference is, at the end, there's a little, like, winged piece, in which they're all colored based on their own okay. design. I, I think <coughs> the first signature weapons were actually G-Ranger, because they get, like, you know, like, the gun axe, yeah. the bow and arrow. So yeah. Nope. Yeah. Go Ranger. Honestly, it makes sense that the Jetman don't have individual weapons, because they're... Because they're meant to be an organization. organization. Yeah. You know what? I'm watching this... Okay, I'm watching this cock-grabbing uh, action here, and there's <laughs> a thing that I've noticed. 
Uh, other than the cock grabbing, I've never seen a ranger headbutt somebody with their helmet before. Which I've is great because he's got a beak on it. Yeah. But I, peck, peck, but, motherfucker! But he's also, it's a bar fight. That's what he's doing. What I also love about that fight is when they defeat the the insect <coughs> dimensional beast at the end. Yeah. None of them are like standing dynamic. They all fall to the ground because it's like, shit, we never dealt with an explosion well, yeah, like the, that before. It's the first one. It's like, I'm because gonna fight again, you, I'm gonna fight you gra- over here, Magma Guy. I'm gonna give you balls a tug. Because again, <coughs> keeping the show grounded. So I think we should start wrapping this up a bit. So... Ichi and Lane. Yep. For not seeing Chojin Sentai Jetman, what did you two think of this of the first three episodes? Uh, personally, it's fucking awesome. Like I like how each character is actually like different and like they all have something like interesting to bring to the table. Black Condor being the absolute best of them, in my opinion. He I mean, was the fan favorite. He, he's badass. Um, and just, like, the the, sh- the shots were really good, I thought the action was pretty good, the suits are nice, the villains, the villains had a really strong introduction, and I really liked how they were just like, we're here, we're here to fuck you up, no one's gonna fucking stop us, and, like, I, I, I liked Grape, but I liked, I liked Trang, because I liked that he was, like, a little fucking kid, and he was really funny. He got, he gets darker as the show goes. Yeah, so I've heard. Um, and just... Honestly, I'd like to keep watch. I'd like to see more. I was gonna film a little bit for a second. Here, give me just a second. So yeah, I I like Jetman. It's cool. And the theme song, woo, yes. so fire. And who does the opening? Kageyama, voice of the motherfucking gamer. All right, that's why. For a second, I gotta film a thing. Oh, all right. Fall, okay, so it falls to the ground, then it resets. All right. Oh, I can't record audio while I'm using uh, yeah. Discord. No. I'll do it. I'll do it. Dead air! Woo! Luke, what did you think of Chojin Sentai? I mean, Lane pretty much said it all. I mean, I, li- I liked it. All the characters were unique. They all popped. They had uh, interesting foibles about them. The villains had were like just bursting out of the gate with, with their own flair. Um, I'm looking forward... To, I, I'd be interested to watch more because, like, we haven't seen the Megazord or any of that yet. Um, That's what I liked about these old Super Sentai seasons. They took their time when introducing the Megazord. And there's only three that you get through the series, and they you, each one of them feels like you've got a really good run with it. Yeah. Savage uh, Redcaster. Your thoughts on Jojin Sentai Jetman? After re-watching these three episodes... I, uh, this show is, as it's amazing. It is one of the best Super Sentai seasons they've ever done. Uh, you can, it's one of these ones that somebody said it was their favorite, but like, fair. Uh, it's just, it's, it's, it's the trope set that's best. It's the original stuff. You can see a lot of stuff that, you know, started here and continued on. It is a series that not enough people have watched. And the thing is, it's almost like Hames have been wanted this to be uh, the Ranger show that he brought to America, and it wasn't, and it should have been. Like this, this series is fantastic, and not enough people know it, and more people should. So go watch it on Shout Factory. Yes, that is the thing about this Super Sentai season. It is legally available in the West. You can either stream it on Shout Factory TV website, where every episode is fully subbed, and you can watch it there, or. If you want physically, you can also buy the box set, either at Amazon or eBay or whatever. 
You can go online. You can down. You you know can. There's an app for Shout Factory. Uh, you can also uh, try the mobile game that over six million people are using, Raid Shadow Legends. God damn it, <laughs> uh, Vegas! Tell us what you Vegas. thought of. Uh, I am terribly sorry, sir. What did you think of the first three episodes? Well, the first time I ever learned about Jetman, uh, the way it was explained to me is that it was considered that at the time it was the best Sentai. From the episodes that I have seen, I can see why people say that. Uh, the action's great. The 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 heroes are. I loved each and every one of them. The villains are great too, and it's rare for me to enjoy watching Sentai villains. Uh, it's overall like fantastic. Cool. That's great. Oh, I didn't say what I thought of it. Um, it's <laughs> we're out of time. Let's go. I'll see you next it week, sucks. everybody. Yes. Uh, it's it's been seven years since I've seen Jetman. It's been a very long time since I've seen it. Jesus. It has definitely improved over time. And which by that I mean it's aged like a fine bird it, wine. Exactly. It's aged like a fine wine. I watched this a when I was... Bardonic wine. When, if you watch this, you'll want to watch the rest. It'll infect you like the coronavirus. You'll oh. catch the bird flu. Congratulations. This episode's now dated. You'll get the birdemic. Yep. But, I made that joke earlier. I called it the birdemic waves. As I was saying, just... In high school, I thought this was one of the best. I watch it seven years later. It's still one of the best. Fun fact, actually. Quick story. I found the old Blue Ranger figure I used to play with as a child. Yeah, it wasn't a Mighty Morphin figure. It was a Blue Swallow figure from Japan. Is that what her bird is? I never looked into. Yes, that. it was. Yeah, it's a Swallow. You mean Swallow? Swallow. Yes. Swallow's the Pokemon. Yes, That's sorry. Yeah. <laughs> and Swallow. Uh, yes, I. Her and White Swan. I had two figures up when I was a child. Just thinking, they're Power Rangers. What are the odds that? Even at a young age, I knew Super Sentai would be something I would enjoy. Also, Black Condor was my first S-Stage figure arts, which I still have. Cool. But that wraps up the second installment of the Super Sentai tribute episodes. In which, if you listen to this live, I hope you all enjoyed it. If, if you're listening to it on YouTube... If you're listening to it on YouTube, uh, we, the next... Super Sentai Tribute episode is happening in March. Now, back in 1991, Super Sent this was known as the 12th Super Sentai season. Because at the time, Go Ranger and Jacka weren't considered Sentai's a part of the franchise until 1995 with Sentai. O Ranger. So, in March, I thought to do so correctly, we should go where Super Sentai. Everyone knows your name? Yes, where everybody, where Super Sentai properly started Norm. by watching the first few episodes of Battle Fever J. Yay, I love Battle Fever J. Well, that's a month away, so... Jikai! Nino Sentai Castranger! Our feature topic for next week, we're going to be continu continuing down the path of Child happy nostalgia with uh, episode five of Tokusatsu Gagaga. Oh yeah! Gaga, 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 gaga. Episode, 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 episode five. five. God, it's so easy to do. 
All right, so that is the show. Thank you, Gar, for showing us Jetman. It is it is a glorious sentai. Uh, uh, it was Aka Yellow that showed yeah. you all Jetman. Yes. So I'm really not buying this bit. It's Aka- getting a little old. Oh, don't worry. Aka Yellow has a good plan in time. In time. I should make my own character called Kylo Lane, where I just come in and just give random ass no. Star Wars knowledge. No, I'd rather you bring back Nightwing. All right, this bear's got Ooh, a, this I bear's prefer got the day lane before uh, Animal Control finds him. I'll catch you guys later. Bye, Vegas. Thanks for joining Bye, us. Bye, Vegas Coon. Sayonara, Vegas Sama. Vegas Kuma. All right, so uh, that has been Cast Ranger. As always, thank you everyone for listening, watching, liking, favoriting, sharing, subscribing. Uh, and hitting that bell. Oh yeah. Uh, make sure to check out the primary source of our hijinks, which is as as it has always been, castranger.podbean.com. From there, you can find our Facebook page where I post thumbnails days episode days earlier than the episodes are posted. Our Twitter account, our merch store, our Discord server where you can listen live and hang out with all the cool people who are in our chat today. Uh, our Patreon where you can pledge to help us make the show better for you. And that's about it. So thank you again, and we'll see you next week. And just a reminder, people, before using your faucets, make sure no blood's coming out of it. Yep. Yeah, actually. (laughs) Yeah, that's that's probably a serious problem. Also, if you're using your skin faucet and blood comes out of it, see a doctor. Yeah. Make sure when you're flying a jet, it doesn't have arms coming out of the side of it.